welcome back to another edition i think yeah this numbers episode 52 the ray lewis episode of the mind of reese podcast call it the ray lewis episode not only because it's number 52 it's because we killing niggas in this podcast game i got my boys with me jerron and Derek. well i ain't gonna lie what we talking about the shit we talking about today this might be the michael sam episode you hear me? <laughs> Number 52. No, this is the Carl Nassib episode. <laughs> Derek, you there? Oh, yeah, we here. Barely. Shit. I know y'all wondering, damn, why Derek sound like one of them niggas from the commercial with the cigarette holes in their neck? Why the fuck I sound like Steve-O? Nigga, this is Derek. Welcome to Jackass, head-ass nigga. Well, uh, he does oh, sound like crackhead era Steve-O. But, um... I like that nigga off a of Waterboy. <laughs> Derek is going through allergies right now uh, Or something like that I think it's COVID but you know. No, I can still smell the bitch in here So I already know it's not COVID Damn, you can smell yourself? That's crazy uh, <laughs> Most of this episode, I'm letting y'all know right now I'm probably going to put something in the title You know, uh, along the lines of sports This is going to be mostly a sports episode To be quite honest I'm going to just let y'all know right now going to be talking you know nba season is coming up it's starting on tuesday i believe on monday uh we're going to be previewing the nba standings you know doing the rankings our predictions uh we will be discussing the Kyrie Irving issue ben simmons uh after that we'll get into the nfl talk you know obviously we do the weekly recap and shit you know we're going to do our predictions we i, I forgot another one we're going to have to touch on that john gruden shit man yeah, that's just wild. Yeah, that that boy. Just know uh, y'all in for a treat today. This is gonna be a long one. And uh we're gonna discuss we're gonna close it off with uh gay superman. Uh <laughs> super gay. Which uh <laughs> Yo <laughs> Yo Yo Okay, let me take I gotta take a drink of cranberry juice after that single bottle. <laughs> Alright, so uh, first of all, how y'all? Well, I know how Derek been, but you know, uh, how you been? I mean, you know, I figured you've been good, but still, you kind of sick, nigga. So it's kind of miserable, I'm sure. Have you been going? I, said, I ain't even really sick. That's the fucked up part about it, nigga. Cause I'm like, I feel fine. I just can't speak. This shit ass. Oh, this okay. God telling me to shut the fuck up. Yeah, for Back. once in your life. Have you been going to work? Nigga, I called out the last two days because obviously, <laughs> goddamn, obviously, the majority of my job is talking. Yeah, that's so, why I asked. Yeah. You know, when you serve, you know, four or five tables, you know, you got 20, 30 people you got to talk to. That shit don't really work out that way. So, and then with, with, with you sounding like that and motherfuckers being terrified of COVID, nigga, oh God, bro, niggas was, yo, I went to work the first day and just said, fuck it, because, nigga, you know, I got bills to pay. Nigga, try to make some money. Boy, I have white people looking at me sideways as fuck, boy. Like, what this nigga got? <laughs> that ass, yo. I was serving the gloves on just to keep niggas happy. <laughs> so, Jerron, what's been up with you? Oh shit, we um, we had a we had a delivery scare, um, this week. So we was at the hospital for a couple of days, me and Chrissy. Um, but he, the little man, should be here Monday. Okay. That's good. So, got the recording out the way before that happened. Uh, Facts. Yeah, because that would have been a rough situation. Yeah. Obviously, you know, that's a pass. So we would have just postponed it. So Yeah. 
you know, or just do that shit from the hospital. But uh, anyway. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. I would. That Wi-Fi good as hell. Yo, this nigga wild. <laughs> hell nah, nigga in the hospital recording the podcast and all you hear is beeping noises in the background and shit. No, no, I, I go to the, like, I go to the car. Chrissy in the back like, screaming. Yeah. He like, chill out, man, chill out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, we gonna get She'll right into right. She will be all right. <laughs> We're going to get right into these NBA standards because this in the NFL shit is going to take up most of the show for real. So uh, the standing predictions, we doing one through 15 for each conference. Obviously, the uh, if you don't know, if you don't watch basketball, if you don't watch basketball, you probably don't, don't even give a fuck about this segment. So to be quite honest, look in the show notes and fast forward through this shit if you want to. I don't care. But seeds 7 through 10 are playing seeds. Which means they're not automatic locks for the playoffs, but they're playing each other for the playoffs. So, uh, I think, since I personally think the East is, like, really hard to do, since there's so many good teams in the East now, do y'all want to start with the Eastern Conference? That's cool. All right. It's not that there's so many good teams. It's just so many teams that are on the same, same plane. Level. Yeah. 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 All right, so we're going to start with the Eastern Conference. What we're going to do is somebody's going to do their 5 through 11. Then someone's going to do their uh, 10 through 6. Then 5 through 1. And, you know, we do the rotation, you know, uh, snake style. So we're going to let Dirk mm-hmm. go first since I know he got the, the bullshit. Rat voice. Yeah. I ain't going to be God damn. I think it's that I sound like a Marvel commercial. That shit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, start with the East. My yeah. um, 15 through 11. Yeah, 15 through 11. All right, so finishing last, I got the Pistons. I got, I'm got. i not going to explain too much just to kind of salvage my voice a little bit. Uh, number 14, I got the Magic. 13, the Cavs. 12, the Raps. And 11, the Pacers. Uh, I just feel like, you know, between those five, those can really be interchangeable for real, for real. <laughs> I don't really see them making too much noise in the East. I mean, during the regular season, that shit, you can probably rotate. You know, you can probably come back and mix them up however the fuck you want. But I feel like those are going to be the last five to show. I agree. All right, Jerron, you can go next. For me, 15 is going to be Cleveland. 14 is going to be Orlando. 13 is going to be Detroit. 12 is going to be Washington. 11 is going to be Toronto. For pretty much the same reasons Derek said. Um, I think Washington's gonna miss Russell Westbrook. You know, they're gonna fall a little bit. Okay. Uh at fifteen, I got Orlando. At fourteen, I got Detroit. Thirteen, I got Cleveland. Twelve, I got Charlotte. Eleven, I got Toronto. Uh thirteen through fifteen, which is Cleveland, Detroit, and Orlando, I expect to be like the really bad teams. But Charlotte and Toronto, I expect to be like just a few games under 500, close to that 10 seed, trying to get into the play in, but they just don't make it. So, yeah. Uh, so I'll do my uh, 10 through 6. Number 10, I got the Washington Wizards. Um, I, I agree. I think, in a, in a way, they'll miss Russ because he was really, I mean, I understand Bradley Beal was fighting for a scoring champion, but 
Russell Westbrook was the best player on that team last year. And when Westbrook started balling is when they really made the push for the playoffs. So I do think they'll miss him, but I think they have a much deeper pool of talent now as to where a lot of guys can shine. You got Spencer Dinwiddie, who I think is good next to a Bradley Bill. Uh, not sure what Kyle Kuzma going to do. It's, it's really up and down. You never know. We shall see. Yeah, we shall see. You know, some people expect them to be better because it's a more open offense. You know, playing next to LeBron, you have to play a certain way. So it kind of handicaps yeah. certain players. Uh, Rui Hachimura, who I think is arguably a top 10 power forward, top 15 in the league. Uh, they got Thomas Bryant coming back, who's healthy. Daniel Gafford, who stepped up last year for Thomas Bryant. And they went and got Montrez Harrell in the trade. And they also got KCP, uh, Davis Bertans. I forgot Danny. they got KCP. Yeah. Uh, oh, they, 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 they got a little depth. I yeah, they got, I they got some talent. Bit. I'm yeah. not going to make them a play in, playoff lock, but I think 10 seed is fair for them. Uh, number nine, I got the Pacers, another team that's really got a lot of talent. Uh, they got a great coach now. With Rick Carlisle, I think this team fits his the style. He likes to coach much more than the Mavericks did, to be honest. Uh, you got a lot of people who can do things with the ball. You got some nice defenders. DeMontis Sabonis, who is one of my favorite uh, <clears throat> bigs in the league. Um, racked up a lot of triple-doubles last year. A lot of people sleep on him. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, Karis LeVert, TJ Warren, uh, Justin Holliday, uh, Jeremy Lamb, and they still got Miles Turner. Uh, I honestly think the Pacers would be a good destination for Ben Simmons, but we can save that for later. Uh, <clears throat> at number eight, got the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm doing this under the impression that Ben isn't going to be there. I understand he's reporting to the team, but like I said, we'll get to that later. Um <laughs> I understand he's reporting to the team. I also don't know what a trade is going to look like. Um, I don't – this was hard for me because I hate putting the Sixers at eight, making it seem like they're going to be bad because I don't like – you know, I still think the Sixers are going to be a good team. You still got one of the top ten players in the league leading your team. Tobias Harris is still good. They still got some talent. And it's crazy for a team to fall from the number one seed to the eight, but I just think, you know. I think that's where the Sixers are going to fall, but I would not be surprised if they finish way higher than eight. Uh, number seven, I got the Miami Heat. I think a lot of people are hyping this team up. I understand they signed Kyle Lowry. I just, I, I don't see that. We don't give, around. we don't, we don't give a fuck about Kyle Lowry on this I, show. So. I mean, I get Kyle Lowry's good, but adding him to this team, I get what it frees up Jimmy, <laughs> excuse me, Jimmy Butler a bit with playmaking, but. I don't think it's going to make that big of a difference. Uh, I think the X factor for this team is going to be Tyler Hero and Victor Oladipo off the bench. We'll see how that goes. But Victor Oladipo got health issues. so Yeah. Uh, but that's still th- like that Oladipo being healthy. If he's healthy, that's a fucking steal. No, absolutely. Yeah, if he's healthy and he can ball for them off the bench, like I think they can finish top five, top four. Yeah. Um, number six, I got the Knicks. I expect the Knicks to still be good. In all reality, the Knicks got more talented than last year, adding more talent. Adding, they basically replaced Alfred Payton and Reggie Bullock with Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier. And, like, that, yeah. I expect their young players to get better. 
yeah, I expect uh, I expect good things from New York. The NBA is better when the Knicks are good, if we're being quite mm -hmm. honest. So, uh, yeah, I got the Knicks at six. So, Jerron, it's on you, 10 through six. So, I'm not going to be able to go as in-depth on uh, each of these teams uh, as you did simply because, you know, I, I don't know – you know, every player's social security That's number okay. like you do. That's okay. So, <laughs> but, uh, you, you know, can say like, on this show, being a casual fan of a sport is okay, y'all. Yeah. I just want y'all to know that. I know y'all use that yeah. as an insult on social media a lot, but it's okay when someone realizes they're a casual fan. The issue yeah, I'm not... is the casuals on social media who try to talk like they fucking Jay Williams or Marcus Spears or some shit. Yeah, you yeah. see... See, the way Reese is with basketball, y'all, is high and with football. Exactly. Now, we, I'm a we casual more so in football. When we, when we get to talking football, you're going to hear my mouth, as y'all already know, for those that listen regularly. So with that being said. I can talk about my Saints in depth, but other teams, yeah. I know somewhat. So I, uh, number 10, I have Indiana. Um, number nine, I have the Knicks. Uh, the reason I have the Knicks at nine, I do realize they added talent, but I'm really not sold on the Knicks. I really just think that was a flash in the pan type of season. Uh, I'm not really, I'm expecting them to be very competitive, like as far as for the, for the AC. Um, and they may even, and they very well might make the playoffs out of that uh, playing spot. Cause they just, they just gritty like that especially with over the team I have at eight, which is Charlotte. I believe uh, Charlotte's going to take that next step and, and bust into the playoffs. Um, Y'all know me. I'm a family of all the ball boys. Um, I, I really love everything LaMelo did, and I think he's ready to win now. I don't think it's going to take him a long time to uh, learn how to lift his team to the playoffs. Number seven, I have Chicago uh, mm. back on back on going to being a a, a ball fan. Line, having them adding Lonzo Ball uh, with uh, what's your boy in Chicago's name? Um, um, Zach Levine. Zach Levine, and then also adding uh, Demar Derozan. I, I I just don't. I feel like in the East, that's. I mean. Them being the seventh seed is bare minimum, honestly, because Lonzo plays winning basketball. Um, from all we've seen, his shot has his shot is where we thought it was going to be when he came into the league. He's really improved on his three point shot. He's one of the best perimeter defenders in the league, and he does not get he does not get the credit he deserves on the defensive end of the ball, and it fucking pisses me off. Uh, Demar Derozan is 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 a, is a legit. He's a legit. He's a legit star in this league. You know, he's he's a bucket, mid range defense. He's going to give it to you on all on in all phases. Uh, I think when you have a big three like that, well, it's not really a big three because none of these niggas are you know top tier type of talent. But when you have a core of those three players, there's no reason you shouldn't make the playoffs, even your first year. Um, reason did you mute the mic. I'm still here. Uh, something was playing on my phone. Oh. That's why I had me read it. But yeah, I'm good. Oh. Uh, number six, I have Boston. Uh, okay. I think, 
I think uh, Boston's window to get over that hump is closed right now. I think they're kind of stuck at being just middle of the pack until they figure something out because they've been they've been one piece away for several years now, and they still haven't found that piece. They thought it was Kyrie. They thought it was Kemba. They thought it was uh, what's the white boy's name? Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. They thought it was Gordon Hayward. And none of those guys have worked out for them. They have a great core. They just need one more piece. And until they find that piece, they're going to be a pretty much a middle impact uh, team, in my opinion. Okay. All right, Derek, it's on you, 10 through 6. Unmute your mic. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, they hold me, nigga. I swiped right. I muted. They stayed muted. What the fuck? <laughs> All right. Uh, nigga said, no, nah, we don't need to hear that voice. That's crazy. Oh, God, nigga. Even Zoom's like, nigga, you don't even need to be here, bro. I ain't saying that. <laughs> All right. So, number 10, I got the Wizards. Um, number nine, I got the Hornets. Number eight, I got the Heat. Number seven, I got the Sixers. And then I'm going through five, right? Or through six, I mean. Six, yeah. And then number six, I got the Celtics. Um, I feel like with the Wizards, they're going to be a little underwhelming. You know, they're missing. You know, they, they lost Russ, who, you know, in my opinion. <laughs> you pretty much traded Russ for Kuzma this offseason, which, you know, isn't really a big upgrade at all. That ain't fair. <laughs> that ain't fair. <laughs> he wasn't. But it, but it is. <laughs> that ain't fair, yo. <laughs> it is what it is, nigga. That's um, not true, yo. Oh, my God. That's petty. Um, but number nine, I got the Hornets. You know, I got, I like. You know, I like what Ball's doing over there. I feel like they might you know, be a surprise. I feel like they might even finish higher. But just to be safe, I put them at nine. <laughs> and then you pretty much said it with the Heat, Sixers, and what Jerron said with the Celtics. I don't know. I feel like that can kind of go either way, but we're going to see. All right, I hate to do this to you, Derek. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you good. I already knew it was coming. Five through one, bro. <laughs> All right. Number five, we got the Hawks. Number four, I got the Knicks. Number three, I got the Bulls. Number two, I got Ooh. the Nets. And number one, I got the Bucks. Um, I feel like the Hawks are just going to keep rolling off last year. Um, I feel like they didn't really lose nobody. If anything, I feel like they stayed just as good, if not got a little bit better. Um, <clears throat> the Knicks, same thing, you know, like you were saying earlier. I feel like they're going to keep it together in the East. I feel like they got a, a very good chance of finishing top five. The Bulls, I feel like they're going to surprise some people. I feel like they're going to come out and really make some noise. I like that team as a whole. I like the way they fit together. I may eat my words, but I went out on a limb. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking them top three. And, I mean, I really got to say much about the top two. You know, they're going to do what they do. With or without Kyrie, I think the Nets are going to be a force for sure. All right, Jerron, it's on you. All right. Uh, five, I got Miami. Uh, I think – them adding Kyle Lowry makes them a little better and it makes their bench better. So I think they're good enough for a fifth seed. I don't expect them to do anything with that shit, but I think they're good enough to get the fifth seed. Um, Atlanta, uh, they didn't really do anything in the offseason that made me believe that they'll improve on what they did last year. Um, that was another kind of their, – their playoff run was just ridiculous, but they're still – They'll still be a good team moving forward, and I think they'll be good enough to uh, get a fourth seed. Um, three, I have Philadelphia, uh, and that's just me. That's just me thinking that they'll figure out this Ben Simmons situation, whether he stays or they get a good trade for him. I'm, 
I'm confident that they'll get adequate pieces for them to still be competitive because you still got Embiid, who's a whole lot to deal with. Just like you said, you have Tobias Harris. Uh, so we still have pieces that are – and then, like I said, I'm not really that impressed with the East, so I think they'll still be able to win enough games to secure the third seed. Uh, number two, I have Brooklyn. Uh, like Derek said, with the, without Kyrie, they're still going to be – I mean, you still got two top ten players, so – they're they're gonna fucking they're gonna fucking terrorize the regular season, especially if uh health is not an issue. And then number one is Milwaukee. I ain't really got a lot to say about that. All right. Uh I'll go. Number five, I got Boston. I think a lot of people uh I mean rightfully so, because Boston haven't really proved they can do shit, but I think a lot of people sleeping on this Boston team. Uh a lot of the stuff uh Jerron said earlier, a lot of the moves they made didn't work out. <clears throat> Kimba didn't work out. Gordon Hayward didn't work out. Um, I think Gordon Hayward mainly didn't work out because of injuries. Yeah. Um, the same with Kemba. Kemba was hurt last year, but he he wasn't the same Kemba. Uh, and also, I just – I don't think the fit was good, to be honest. Um, <clears throat> I think going into this season, Jason Tatum is still improving, and I don't mm-hmm. even think he's hit his ceiling yet. Um, Jason Tatum I can see as a potential top five player in the future. Didn't he hit a growth spurt, too? I don't think so, but he might have. I mean, as far as I know, he's still like 6'10", or something like that. So, I thought he hit a growth spurt, too, 6'10". Or he was okay, always 6'10"? I think he was already... I thought he was 6'8", or 6'7", <laughs> or 6'8". It, it, it I know the lowest I can think of is 6'8", but I think he might have hit a growth spurt to 6'10". Somewhere between 6'8 yeah. and 6'10". I think he's 6'10 now, though. Um, that was fucking ridiculous, moving like that. Right. With those skills, man, look, he can be a top five player in the league, bro. And, I mean, if he want to do it next season, who going to stop him? Like, you know, Jalen Brown is still improving. Um, they still they re-signed Marcus Smart. Um, they, I think this is an underrated move. I know people was making jokes about Dennis Schroeder, but Dennis Schroeder can still play. Right. Two seasons ago, he was, you know, in running for sixth man of the year. I don't think he's great. He's great. Dennis Schroeder is great coming off the bench. He's perfect to come off the bench. I agree. And that's what he's going to do in Boston, and that's going to be great for them. If they would have, if he, if he would have accepted coming off the bench in in L.A., he'd still be a Laker. I honestly think in L.A. just. I hate to say this, but I just don't think it was a good fit for him. Like I said, you got to play a certain way to be with LeBron, maybe, or maybe the pressure was too much for him. Who knows? Um, <clears throat> but to his defense, he did catch COVID, so. We still don't know how COVID, you know, the after effects of COVID affect players. Not using that as an excuse because he didn't show up a no, lot. No, that's but, real. Yeah. That's real. It's real. Um, <clears throat> I think that's going to be a big pickup for them. Um, they got Robert Williams, who's a nice young center. And they also got back Al Horford, who's a veteran, who I think can be effective as long as he's not playing big minutes. And with them having Robert Williams, he won't have to. Um, they got like, Taco. <clears throat> If, no, they don't. No, they ain't got Taco no more. Oh, where'd he go? I can't remember where he went, but I don't even know if he on a team like officially. But yeah, they ain't got Taco no more. He was just—he was just tall as hell. Yeah, he was just big. He really ass. Um, yeah, he's trash. He was trash in college. He's just seven foot six. Facts. In college, who the fuck gonna do something about that? Right. <laughs> so, uh, I feel like it's somebody I'm missing, but I don't want to linger on this too long. I got the Celtics at five. At number four, I got the Bulls. Uh, I oh. think. 
I think the Bulls really gonna I think the Bulls gonna be one of those teams who go really hard in the regular season and when the playoffs come they probably get outed in the first round. Time to come back to earth. Yeah. Like, okay, you had a nice regular season. Now you gotta Huh? I said that's exactly what I'm thinking too. Yeah, now you gotta learn. Hey, slow it down a bit, get ready for the playoffs. Yeah. Humble yourself a little bit. I mean you got some players on this team like Alice Caruso and Tamar DeRozan with playoff experience. I but forgot Alex Caruso took that bad from them. They got a lot of they got Lonzo Ball, who I think is perfect next to Zach Levine, like Deron mm-hmm. said. Demar DeRozan, who, while not a three point shooter, is really good. Y'all need to stop underrating the mid range game in the NBA. And he's mm-hmm. a really good playmaker too. And a name that, you know, a lot of people not mentioning, Nikola Vucevic is a top arguably top five, maybe top seven center in the NBA right now. Uh, granted, he don't get you shit on defense, but he get you a lot on offense. Uh, that's going to be an issue for the um, for the Bulls is defense. Uh, they got Patrick Williams, who was a <laughs> excuse me a rookie last year. Sound like I just barked. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Goddamn, uh, DMX. Nigga <laughs> really did just wolf at his boy. <laughs> who was a uh, who was a rookie last year? Who's showing a lot of promise? No. Tell him what kind of jump he gonna make. But. Side note, side note, taco place for the calves. That's ridiculous because they got enough bigs already. Bro, these niggas all stay signing centers. They just signed Ed Davis too. They got these Kevin Love, Jared Allen, Lori Markinen, Evan Mobley, Taco oh, Fall, and Ed Davis. Like a my team team for, for. It's ridiculous. These niggas, Nobody these needs trying to. These niggas trying to rebound themselves to win. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, moving on from the Bulls, I got the Atlanta Hawks at number three. <clears throat> one of the reasons I put the Hawks so high is also because going into the season, Trey Young is one of my uh, my favorites to win MVP, to be honest. Um, I think the Atlanta Hawks got a lot of talent. I think they would have... They would have come out the gate much better last season if their head coach wasn't really fucking him over. Uh, now that Nate McMillan is the full-time coach, I think uh, he coaches his team well. He know what works best for this team well. They got so much fucking talent. It's ridiculous. Established talent and talent that's still getting better. Cam Reddish is still getting better. Like, yo, he got so much fucking potential. It's ridiculous. Uh, <clears throat> DeAndre Hunter is going to be healthy. Uh, they just re-signed John Collins, so he's coming back. This team got chemistry. They didn't really make any moves to fuck up team chemistry. You know, uh, they had that Cinderella run in the Eastern Conference. We'll just say they can't do this again. You feel me? So uh, I expect them to finish at number three, um, which means in the playoffs, they will be going up against the Knicks again in the first round. And my prediction is if it turns out to be true, which would be That would be fun fucking amazing. Man, yes. I don't want that in the first round. We need that in the second I don't no, nah, I want it in the first round. I need it right away. Like Yeah, that's true. Because the first round is boring sometimes, huh? Uh number two, I got the Brooklyn Nets. Um, like Derek said, with or without Kyrie, James Harden and Kevin Durant alone is ridiculous. Like, you got two of arguably the two of arguably arguably two of the top five scores <laughs> of all time. Come. Yeah, that shit was beating my ass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, arguably, arguably that's the fucking you up. Damn, I'm the one that put the fuck the voice for what? Hey, nigga, at least I sounded clear doing it. Shit. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, <laughs> um, this team, yo, I've. If y'all haven't already, check out my YouTube. Uh, I did a series called 30 Days of Hoops where I released an NBA video That's every day for 30 days. 
and I did one on the Brooklyn Nets, and I said I think they had the most underrated offseason in the NBA. And granted, when you got a team like Kyrie, Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Blake Griffin, you're probably thinking, I mean, what they really going to add that's really going to mean something. Man, they added Patty Mills, which is a fantastic, would have been a fantastic backup point guard, but now the nigga probably going to start. Um, well, maybe not, actually. They could still bring him out the bench. James Harden complete point yeah. guard. But uh, they still got Joe Harris. They added James Johnson. They added Paul Millsap. Uh, it's another player that I'm forgetting. But, bro, they, they drafted Cam Thomas, who a lot of people are saying is the best pure scorer in the draft. And I don't expect him to get a lot of big minutes this year, but with Kyrie being out, who's to say he won't? And who's to say he won't flourish either? They still got Bruce Brown. They bought a lot, uh, bought some guys back from last season. <clears throat> Granted, I know the only reason I don't have them at number one is because I expect KD and Harden to miss a few games, but not enough for them to drop too low. Uh, and at number one, I got the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, I don't get what people saying, thinking, the, saying, oh, the Bucks ain't coming back. They ain't going to be like that. You lost your whole <clears throat> mind, boy. You we think Giannis is going to sleep? Like... You, gonna think, you think Giannis going to sleep after winning a championship? Come on now. Have y'all seen the clip of that Jazz game where he was just shooting jumpers with confidence, like fluidly knocking the bitches down? Yeah, Giannis want more of that. Let me get, let me get close to the mic when I tell you niggas this. If y'all listening. Yeah, stand up on your tippy toes. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> if Giannis, if Giannis Antetokounmpo is coming into this season, knocking down, and he wasn't just shooting threes. This nigga was pulling up for mid ranges, turnaround fadeaways. If he doing that and knocking them down consistently, the league is in trouble. Yeah, fuck, he not ben Simmons. He not fuck all that shit I was talking about. Like, yeah, when LeBron retire, it's going to be Luka League. Bullshit. It's going to be Giannis League. It's about to be Giannis League now if he doing this. Facts. Facts. And I'm just saying, I, hey, look, I've been saying it for years. All he need is a consistent jumper. And he coming for that GOAT title. That's all I'm saying. Hey, the accolades of this nigga his age right now? Come on now. And you think he ain't gonna get more rings? Come on. That was just about saying. You think yeah. he's done? Giannis, y'all fucking sick. I'm like, um, when when you when you be like, cause niggas looked at me, niggas was on my ass like I was talking on my ass in one of these sports groups when I said, uh, Giannis is already on his way to becoming a top ten player like right now, and then I was just like, look at his accolades, and now compare his accolades to niggas in the top ten. He 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 don't he ain't too far behind too many niggas like and the niggas twenty four twenty four twenty five nah he's twenty he's twenty six twenty six yeah okay yeah. that's what it was that's what it was. yeah he's he's yeah he's saying I mean, even then nigga that's crazy bro that's his he still has another eight years minimum in his prime easy easy eight and the way he takes care of himself it might be ten Boy. prime basketball. <laughs> It's about to get spooky for the league, and I'm not talking about Halloween. Y'all better watch out. Yeah, that shit sounded better in your head, bro. That shit yeah, sounded like I ain't going to lie. It sounded much better in my head. God damn. much better in my head. I ain't going to lie to you, man. That shit sounded much better in my motherfucking head. All right. So, you know what? 
We, God we just going to move on. Boys, bro, bro. We just going to move on to the Western Conference. <laughs> All right. Same style. I'm going to start it off. I'm going to do my five, 15 through 11. Uh, going to go to Jerron and go to Derek. Bop. That's how we doing it. So, number 15, I got the Houston Rockets. They're going to be ass. That's fine. But I got Jalen Green as my uh, rookie of the year favorite. Um, But I think this is going to be a fun team to watch. I'm glad I got league pass. I can check some of this out. Uh, Not much to say about these niggas. Number 14, I got OKC. Young team. Not a whole lot of established talent. Just young talent trying to develop, seeing what they can do out there. Not expected to win at all. Number 13, got San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Last year, I don't think so. Last year, you know, they they had DeMar DeRozan, someone who they could give the ball to, say, hey, go get us a bucket. They ain't really got that this year. And granted, I know a Greg Popovich doesn't need that, but – this is another team with a lot of young talent. And the young talent is good. I just don't expect them to compete much this year. They could give a couple teams, you know, uh, a win here, a, man, a loss here that they don't expect on any given night. But I expect them to finish at 13. Uh, like I said, they ain't got that guy like they had last year. Um, at number 12, I got the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, last year, the Memphis Grizzlies, you know, shocked people. Um, going from the play-in into the playoffs at the eight seed. I think they made some bad moves this offseason. I think their team lost some talent. Um, so I think they're going to digress a little bit. Um, at number 11, I got the Minnesota Timberwolves. They got Cat. That's the only reason I got them at 11. Cat um, is a top-five center in the league. Uh, they got D'Angelo Russell. I'm pretty sure Anthony Edwards is going to come back on fire this year. But I don't know what the rest of the supporting cast is going to do for them. Um, maybe they could surprise some people, finish 10th, and get, you know, show up in the play and get into the playoffs. I would love to see that. But right now, I got them at 11. So, uh, Jerron, it's on you. All right, at 15, I have uh, Houston. Like you said, they're going to be ass. Uh, they seem to have a bright future. I really like that in green. They're going to suck. Uh, 14, I have Minnesota. Um, I'm I'm just honestly tired of putting my faith in Minnesota. I really like I really like Cat, and I want them I I want them to be you know at 11 just because of Cat, but I I just can't. Um, OKC, I got them at 13. Uh, they're in a complete they're in a complete rebuild. There's just nothing more to say. Uh, number 12, I have Sacramento. For, for the simple fact that I just think they're slightly better than the other three teams. They're still ass. And at a number 11, I have Memphis. Uh, I wanted to slide them down further, but I think Ja is just going to at least wield them into the 11th seed to possibly compete for that uh, for that play-in spot. Derek, it's on you. All right, here we go. <clears throat> number 15, I got the Rockets. Say, here we go. <laughs> number 15, I got the Rockets. Um, let's see, number 14, I got the Kings. Number 13, I got the uh, – wait, what the fuck? I can't read his own handwriting. Yo, 
Hold on, tell me why I'm missing the team. This nigga here. What the fuck? Who am I missing? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Wolves. My bad. My bad. I, I just forgot to listen to niggas. Yeah, I got the Wolves at 13. Number 12, I got the Thunder. And number 11, I got the Grizz. For, I mean, pretty much what y'all niggas already said. <clears throat> now. All right, 10, 10 through 6. For 10 through 6, number 10, I got the Spurs. Um, mainly, mainly because last year I put them at the bottom three. I mean, you made a good point with, without DeMar DeRozan. They might not surprise us like they did last year. But I still got faith in Pop, so I ain't never down that nigga again. <laughs> um, number nine, <laughs> Pelicans. Number eight, I got your Mavs. Number seven, I got the Warriors. I feel like they're gonna come back strong this year. I feel like I don't know. I'm putting a lot of putting a lot of stock in Clay with this uh, prediction. Uh, number six, I got the Clippers. Okay, Jerron. Um, number ten, I got the Pelicans. Uh. I'm I'm really rethinking that now because I just remember this nigga Zion might even want to start the season, so he's probably gonna be in and out the lineup all fucking year. Uh, number, yeah, fucking, fucking, you fucking fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm about to say you can't call that nigga fat. Be careful. <laughs> uh, I could be this weight, okay? I don't play sports. Anymore, <laughs> all right? Shit, and I was a lineman. I was about to say, then again, nigga. this nigga was a nose tackle. Hey, just, this nigga needs to go ahead to the NFL. He'd be a hell of a tight end. Fact, a tight end. Boy. Facts. Put that nigga on a nose tackle or something. Put a motherfucker. Nah, tight he too he, he too tall to play D line. He too damn tall. Uh, six six. Yeah. Six. He's, I thought he was six eight. Nah, he's six six. Oh, I put his ass at the end, man. True. With that speed, boy? Yeah. But anyway, uh, number 10, I got Pelicans. Uh, they're really going to miss Lonzo. They're going to miss Lonzo badly, and I don't think they were using him properly anyway. Um, number nine, I got the Spurs for the same reason Derek got him. Uh, all, it's honestly all credit to Pop. I figure he's going to figure out a way to get him in the play-in. Um, number eight, I have Portland. Uh, I just, I just feel like with all the controversy, I, I feel like the worst kept secret in the NBA is Dame wanting to get out of Portland. I think Dame is just being a professional, but it's not even a secret that he wants out. Um, at seven, I have the Clippers. Now, this is Clippers as currently constructed. I do think they're going to make a move to improve, um, and that might shake things up a little bit, but. I think they going I think they take a couple steps back this year. Uh at number six, I have Utah. Hmm. I also think they take a couple steps back uh from last year. Um blowing that chance to to really get to the finals. That I feel like that affects the team's psyche. And uh they I think they I think they get their shit together towards the end of the season, but I think they have a rough start to the season. Number 10, I got the Sacramento Kings. Um, this team, this team got so much fucking talent, bro. They just have been able to do nothing with it. And that might that's be been, Luke Walton's that's, fault. But that's been Sacramento for like 20 years. No, it has not. Because a while they, they had no fucking talent. But this team is like really talented. But Luke Walton, like before Luke Walton got there, they had Dave Yeager. And he was doing well with this team. They finished at like the 10th seed. 
and then they fired him. And Luke Walton came in and changed the whole offense. You got arguably the fastest player in the league with the ball in his hands and De'Aaron Fox, and you run a slow-paced offense. That don't even make fucking sense. I'm not going to get into that. <clears throat> I just know the team got a lot of talent. Hopefully they can put it together this year and get into the play-in. We see what they do. Maybe they get into the playoffs. Maybe they don't. Um, number nine, I got New Orleans. I think they get there just based off the strength that they have two all-stars on this fucking team. But the rest is just not enough to get them over the top. Uh, <clears throat> I think they get into the play-in, but I don't think they make it to the playoffs at all. Um, like Jerron said, they're going to miss Lonzo. They no longer have a true point guard on this team, which I think Zion and Brandon Ingram would benefit from, especially Zion. Somebody's setting him up. Uh, they went and got Devontae Graham, who is more of a 6-1 shooting guard than a point guard. And he's, I, I wouldn't trust him running point guard for this team at all. Um, and number eight, I got the L.A. Clippers. Um, I think this team still got a lot of talent, and I think they'll finish over 500. But I think missing Kawhi <clears throat> is going to do a lot. Um, I think Paul George is going to ball out this season, especially since he's the go-to guy, and he's not playing second fiddle to Kawhi. But everyone else on the team is going to have to come in line. Uh Eric Bledsoe, you never know what you're going to get with that, nigga. But uh, everyone else on the team is really just role players. You got guys like Terrence Mann, Marcus Morris, V.C. Zubats, uh, Reggie Jackson. These guys are on and off some nights, so you never know what you're really going to get. But you know what you're going to get from Paul George. Um, I think that's going to drop them a lot. I'm not sure if Kawhi is, is going to come back towards the end of the season if he, it, it, or if he's going to sit out. We'll see. But obviously that will affect how they do in the playoffs. Um, at number seven, I got Portland. I feel like they didn't really make a lot of moves. They didn't really make any good moves except for one, uh, which was getting Larry Nash Jr. But I don't think that puts you um, <laughs> really over the top. Um, I think this team is still going to be good, but they're not good. They're not getting over any hump, honestly. Uh, at number six, I got my Dallas Mavericks. Um, dropping down from one spot last year, uh, we didn't make a lot of moves either. But I think the X factor is going to be how Christos Porzingis plays this season. Porzingis, if we can get like an ounce of New York Porzingis, if we can get all-star Porzingis, <laughs> then the team's going to be good. And based on what I've seen in the preseason, the nigga is moving good on defense. Uh, he's engaged on offense. And I think that just proves that he just had chemistry issues with Rick Carlisle. Jason Kidd basically said, hey, Anything you want to do on the court, you let me know. You feel comfortable. I got you. I think the fact that he feels comfortable helps him be more engaged with the team. And if he can bring what if he can bring what I've seen in preseason into the regular season, then this is going to be the duo that everybody expected them to be. Uh, so I'll go now with my five through one. At number five, I got the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Clay isn't going to be back to start the season. But he's not going to be gone that long. I think he comes back in December. Um, they drafted two rookies, Jonathan Kuminga and Moses Moody, who, you know, I'm curious to see how they fit into the rotation. But I feel like as long as you got that core Steph, Clay, and Draymond with Steve Kerr at the coaching helm, uh, this team is going to be a playoff team. As as I'm just ready to. Hmm? I'm ready to see Kendrick Perkins fuck Moses Moody up name fuck Moses Moody name up all goddamn season. <laughs> I'm talking shit. I fucked his name up too just now. The Moses, the Moody, Moody, Moses, Moody, That's the Texas niggas, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's the Mozan niggas. Nah, fuck that. 
So uh, they, I think Andrew Wiggins is going to benefit from a Clay Thompson coming back. It's going to open the floor up for him more as well. Uh, hopefully James Wiseman can have a better season this year. Uh, I'm excited about the Golden State Warriors. I'm excited about seeing Clay come back. One of my favorite players in the league, so hopefully he can come back and ball. Um, at number four, I got the Lakers. I think the Lakers are going to be one. Obviously, it's a LeBron James-led team, so they're not really going to care too much about the regular season, um, especially with AD fragile ass, a.k.a. street clothes. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to miss a lot of games. Pretty sure LeBron's going to miss a couple games, and that's going to leave Westbrook to lead the team, which I think Westbrook can do. But, you know, uh, I think this will drop them down to the four seed, which I think they're okay with. I don't think they mind uh, as long as, you know, they ramp it up in the playoffs, which I think they're capable of. Still not sure what how this team is going to look with all these players and the spacing, but we'll see. They added some nice pieces. Also, I didn't even realize this. This will put the Lakers and Golden State in the first round, which would be, oh, my God. Which would be amazing. Oh, my God. Um, number three, I got Denver. Uh, I originally had them lower because obviously Jamal Murray is going to miss a chunk of the season, but he is going to come back. I think Michael Porter Jr. is going to step up this year, probably win most improved player, uh, show that he can be a second leading scorer on the team. You got the leading MVP, Jokic, who uh, I believe is the best center in the league, but I'm pretty sure someone on this podcast disagrees with me. You um, know I disagree, you bastard. <laughs> um, this team got a lot of talent. I think I don't want to be disrespectful and say they won't miss Jamal Murray because I'm pretty sure they will. But I think they got so much talent and this team is so deep that they can compensate for it and still hold the fort down until he comes back. So, um, and that will put Denver versus, damn, I got some good matchups. Denver versus Dallas in the first round. Jokic versus Luka would be amazing. Uh, number two, I got Utah. That'd be fucking Euro League with all them niggas in there. <laughs> Number two, I got Utah. Uh, unlike Jerron, I don't think this team is going to fall off. I think they're actually going to be just as good, if not better, as far as the regular season goes. Uh, they added Rudy Gay. They didn't really lose anything. Uh, I didn't know they added Rudy Gay. Yeah, they added Rudy Gay. Um, That's a good move. They didn't really lose anyone significant. They re-signed Mike Conley. Um, I think... They, this his old ass. Facts. This nigga will, this nigga will not go home. <laughs> He'll say he won't. <laughs> oh, God shit. Damn. oh shit! Um, I think even though a late, the, a lot of people had the Lakers pegged as the finals, easily in the finals, I think the West is much more open this year. Yeah. Um, nice. I think Utah has a chance to make the finals if possible. They still have a really good team, but. Uh, it all depends on how that how everyone else steps up because you know what Donovan Mitchell is going to do, but the second best player on the team isn't there to get you buckets. So it's upon the role players to step up on the team. Um, and at number one, I got Phoenix. I think Phoenix is going to uh, come back this year. Last year they were the two seed. This year I think they'll be the one seed. Do I think they make the finals again? Who knows? But I don't think uh, it's going to be much of a surprise this year when they finish atop the standings. As long as Chris Paul can be healthy. Um, DeAndre Ayton is trying to get a max contract. I'm sure he's going to ball out this season. Uh, they added JaVale McGee, which helps them at the center position because once DeAndre Ayton went to the fucking bench, they had nobody to play center except for, like, Frank Kaminsky and Dario Saric. So, um, they was lunch meat. Facts. 
So uh, even though JaVale McGee isn't, you know, the best defensively, he can still protect the rim a bit, get some rebounds pretty and, big. And he's still low. athletic as fuck. Facts. So uh, I think the Phoenix Suns going to finish at number one. It's on you, Jerron. All right. At number five, I also have the Golden State Warriors. Um, Just like Reese said, I mean, you got Steph Clay and Draymond, even though Clay isn't coming back until – Early, early in the mid, early in the mid part of the season, um, and it's going to take him a while to get his legs back under him. You know, he's had two horrendous lower body injuries, so I don't expect him to be what he is defensively. But that shot ain't going nowhere. You know, he probably been shooting out a goddamn wheelchair for the last two years, but <laughs> then he's still going to be like he's still going to be a bucket, and uh, that that makes that makes Draymond's job easier. Um, I just have a lot of respect for what uh, Golden State brings to the table. Uh, number four, I have Dallas. Uh, I just – I refuse to have them lower than the fourth seed. I'm just like – like how I was last year, okay, this is going to be the year where they put their foot on niggas' necks. Like that's just – I'm just I'm just at that point with uh, Dallas. I also think uh, Porzingis is going to finally find his groove within the system because like, there's no reason – there's no reason Porzingis and Luka – shouldn't fit like peanut butter and jelly. And I think Jason Kidd will figure that out. Uh, according to what you're saying, it seems as though they have. So hopefully I'm right. Number three, I have the Lakers. Um, I think they're going to be the team that comes out of the West. But, you know, we, we all know these veteran teams don't give a fuck about the regular season. And even more so, uh, even more so with this old-ass injury, injury-prone-ass team. Um, but I also think one of the main reasons they got Russell Westbrook was to carry them through regular season games because he still is high motor, high energy, and he can win some games by his goddamn self. So those random uh, random Wednesday night games in Orlando, go ahead, let AD and LeBron rest. Russ going to take care of that. Um, at number two, I have Denver. I really think Denver is gonna is, is gonna take off when Jamal Murray gets back. That's why I have him so high. Uh, the team is deep. I think they'll be they'll be pretty good all year. But when Jamal Murray gets back, I think they're gonna take off and start putting on a putting together a nice streak. And at number one, I have Phoenix uh, for all the same reasons you did. You said they got a taste of the finals, and I think they're gonna want to come back and go ahead and get that. And I think they're gonna play hard all regular season. Um, I don't think they'll make the finals again, but I do see them being the one seed. All right, Derek. Did it to me again. That's my whole shit. All right. Number five, I got the uh, Blazers. Number four, I got the Lakers. Number three, I got the Suns. Number two, I got the Jazz. And then number one, I got the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets will come out and ball this year. I feel like they got a little chip on their shoulder. Uh, MPJ, he's only getting better. That man, to this day, I still say it was the steal of that draft. Maybe the biggest steal in the draft. And I can't remember how long. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be. And again, this can be a little bit of a toss-up. You know, I might swap. I might swap, you know, maybe the, the Jazz and the, and the Suns or maybe the Jazz and the Nuggets. But I feel like that top three is going to be pretty solidified. Okay. I knew you was keeping it short. I just wasn't sure if you was finished or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Y'all finish right, y'all so. done. Because I ain't got no more talking. <laughs> <laughs> so. Nigga running uh, out of juice, boy. <laughs> we actually got past that quicker than I expected, to be quite honest. That does. Uh, earlier when we was doing the East predictions, spoke about the Nets and, you know, with or without Kyrie Irving. Uh, for some reason in the last week or so, this Kyrie Irving news has really ramped up as far as him not getting vaccinated. Um, it was told that the Brooklyn Nets said um, if he's not playing home games, they don't want him to play at all. I guess like, you know, the fuck up team chemistry. Oh, he's not here yeah. and he's here. They want something fluid, yeah. which is understandable. Um, he will get paid for the away games he misses, I believe. And that's just because they love him that goddamn much. Because I would have yeah. gave his motherfucking ass nothing. <clears throat> but the home games, he will miss money. Um, yeah. And then he's potentially missing out on $200 million because it's said that the Brooklyn Nets are not looking to give him an extension, I guess, because of this. <clears throat> a lot of things going on. There was an article that came out. Um, didn't come from Kyrie, just came from any source. That said, he believes he's the voice of the voiceless. You know, he's not really doing this because he's anti-vax. He's doing this because he wants to speak up for people who are losing their jobs due to the vaccine. Didn't he pretty sure, much confirm yeah. that was it? That was his standpoint in his uh in his Instagram live video, though. Yeah, I was about to get to that. Oh, okay, um, okay, All right. my bad. He didn't exactly say that, but he did pretty much allude to it. So. I'm pretty sure that's his stance on it because he did also say, like you said, that he's not anti-vax. So, uh, which is fucking ridiculous. Yes, you are. He said, um, he said on his Instagram, "I'm standing with all those that believe what is right. Everybody is entitled to do what they feel is what's best for themselves. Seeing the way this is dividing our world up, it's sad to see people are losing jobs to mandates. If you choose to get the vaccine, I support you. Do what's best for you." I continue to pray for all those out there who have lost to the, uh, lost people to the pandemic to COVID. Uh, it's not being anti-vax. It's about what feels good to me. I'm feeling uncertain, and that's okay. I know the consequences of the decision I make with my life. It's crazy times that we're in. I haven't hurt anybody. I haven't committed a crime. And he also said, because for months, people have been saying, oh, I think, you know, if they trade him, he's going to retire. He said, don't believe I'm retiring. Don't believe I'm giving up this game for a vaccine mandate. So I'm glad he cleared that up because I never believed he was going to retire to begin with. But you couldn't put it past his ass either. But, man, this is, it seemed like every day some news is coming out about this Kyrie shit. Um, I know my thoughts on it, but I want to hear y'all thoughts on it. So whoever wants to go first. I'll, I'll go first to give Darius vocal cords a break. <laughs> but uh yeah my boys appreciate you running <laughs> <laughs> but um remember last season remember last season when we did our uh seating prediction and i told y'all Kyrie was gonna be the undoing of this thing remember that tangent i went on yes and he's like you can't i can't count on this nigga because he just be it's always something Right, and niggas it, 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 it was the niggas be nigging, you know what I'm saying? And last year, 
he did it, and this year he's doing it again. But, like, when you really look at it, Kyrie literally has a bad history. And, and I'm just talking about what he's done with the Knicks. He has a history. He literally left these niggas hanging, like, several times. In the first season, he missed time due to injury. And when they played better without him, and everybody was talking about how teams get better whenever uh, Kyrie whenever Kyrie doesn't play, because that was right after he had left Boston, and they played better without him. Uh, then he gets hurt right before the pandemic and told niggas not to go down to the bubble. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, Reese, correct me if I'm wrong, Kyrie is the vice president of the NBA PA, right? Um, I think, yeah, I think he is the vice president. So, I think he still is. As the vice president of the NBA, first of all, why did they elect this aloof-ass nigga as their vice president? He's probably the only one that wanted the goddamn job because how the fuck? But anyway, as, I think, as the vice I think it actually, I'm going to let you finish. I'll get, to, I'll get to it when I get to mine. Go ahead and finish it. Yeah. All right. So as the vice president, he got hurt and couldn't even go to the bubble and told other niggas not to go to the bubble. Right? Then, like, two weeks in the last season, he takes a fucking sabbatical. Like, after having almost a year off, because with his injury and the pandemic and, you know, all that, he had, I think it was like 10, 11 months off. Two weeks in the season, he said, oh, I need some time off. And then he gets he gets caught on video, like, at his sister's birthday party or some shit like that. Right? Then he comes back and takes another sabbatical. Then he comes back again and gets hurt in the playoffs. And which is the main reason why they lost and the Bucks went on to become champions because Kyrie got hurt. I wouldn't necessarily and, blame him on them. That was just like an accident. No, that's shit. not a that's not I'm just naming I'm just naming oh, okay. instances of when Kyrie has been unavailable. Dude, whether it's his fault or not, you can count on Kyrie being unavailable at some point. Right. Right. And then now he's missing more time due to this. He's one big ass distraction. He's one of them. He's one of them niggas that tries to outthink the room, and he end up outthinking himself. Like he's too smart for his own good. He's smart than a dumb motherfucker. He's a dumb smart nigga. He's one of them, cause he's not an idiot. But he goes and he's just, when he get to thinking, he just be he be on Mars some goddamn where, and he has a very holier than thou type of vibe. Like just it just. Oh man, his personality just pisses me off, and it's really fucked up because he's being a shitty friend to Kevin Durant. Because KD, literally, the only reason KD is in Brooklyn is because of Kyrie, and Kyrie is literally doing, literally not considering KD or Harden in this situation. He's considering himself, which I understand. You got to look out for you, but in a team sport, you got to make sacrifices and. Kyrie has shown time and time again he's not willing to make sacrifices for the betterment of the team. He showed he wasn't willing to do it in Cleveland. He showed he wasn't willing to do it in Boston. And now he's showing he willing to, he's not willing to do it in Brooklyn. He's a bitch-ass nigga. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Oh, shit. I wasn't expecting it to end on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> With a baseball you ain't gotta speak too long if you don't want, Derek. Well, I mean, to be honest, just if you want to save your voice on this topic, if you don't have much. Yeah, I mean, Draw said the best. He a bitch ass nigga. Damn. He's got every <laughs> opportunity to succeed in the in the in the league. He refuses to play by the rules. 
and here I mean, we are. He has succeeded. I mean, man, I mean, he he got a ring, bro. He got a ring, but to succeed on his own as the man, you know what the fuck I'm talking about, nigga. I think he already realized that that's not who he is. Yeah, yeah. He realized that in Boston. Yeah. Like, oh man, this shit's hard. Right. Goddamn, maybe I did meet one, bro. But anyway, yeah, he a bitch ass nigga. Damn. Okay. All Let's right. go, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie. Um, I really, really like Kyrie Irving. Uh, I'm a Duke I fan. Do. Been a fan of Kyrie since, but <clears throat> recently he's made it really hard to defend him in certain situations. And this, this is one of them. And I'm gonna try to like, you know, I understand both sides. I understand what Kyrie is doing. And I'm not really going to speak on this from a basketball standpoint because what really pisses me off is seeing clips from first take recently. And Stephen A. Smith, who for some reason has been on Kyrie for like the past year, like just on his ass. And they have an opportunity on first take to really speak about some real shit. And all Stephen A. is making it about is about basketball. And to me, the situation with Kyrie is deeper than basketball. Like, basketball isn't the most important part of this situation. Um, granted, he's going to miss games. understand that. But we just need to get some things straight. First things first. No one... Okay, let me say this first. I'm pro-vaccination. I haven't been vaccinated yet. But that's not because I don't trust the vaccine. That's just for different reasons. But, you just ain't done it. Yeah, I just ain't done it yet. Same. Uh, but Kyrie mentioned, you know, this thing is splitting the world up. And I agree it is. I don't think people should be going at each other like, oh, you anti-vax. You pro-vax. Fuck you. Fuck you. You stupid. You stupid. Why are you taking that shit? Why are you not, nigga? Like, you know, shit like that. And... I think Kyrie has every right to personally say, hey, I don't want to take the vaccine. And you know what? If someone says to me, yo, I don't want to take the vaccine, I'm not okay with it yet. That's perfectly fine. It's when people start saying stupid shit. Like, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Bradley Beal. They said, um, yeah, I had COVID, but I didn't have any symptoms. I just couldn't taste or smell anything. You had symptoms, dumbass. You were sick. Like, what are you talking about? Like... <laughs> When people say, oh, I need to do more research, then do the research. You've had plenty of time to do the research. Uh, people say, oh, well, I don't, we don't know the long-term effects. I don't like to just get stuck with these things. Man, look, <clears throat> you took a lot of shots when you were a kid. Flu shots and some other shit. Like, this is not a new thing. It's just I feel like the fact this is in the social media area is ramping things up and people are spreading false false narratives with their opinions and shit. And, oh, you goodness. know, it's, it, it's getting kind of ridiculous and it's forcing people to combat one another about opinions and choices when, to be quite honest, everybody has that choice. I don't think anybody should be forced to take a vaccine. But what you have to realize is that if a company is run a certain way and they want to protect their employees and they say hey you have to get this vaccine or you can no longer work here they have every right to do that 
And I know people don't like it. But they have the right to run their company the way they want. A lot of kids couldn't go to school until they got the flu shot. What's the fucking difference? Kyrie is saying... I don't know if he said these exact words on Instagram Live, but basically he's a voice of the voiceless. He's, you know, doing this because people are losing their jobs to mandates. And bro, if first of all, you're not being a voice for the voiceless, because if that was the case, we would have known your stance the minute you said you weren't taking the vaccine. It shouldn't have taken this long. Shouldn't have taken this long. Um, And if we're being quite honest, the people who are losing their jobs because they don't want to take the vaccine are not voiceless. There's some of the loudest people on social media right now. That's just the facts. These people are not voiceless. They're heard. Like, but the facts are the facts. And what people have to realize is just because y- y'all are confusing. People feel like, oh, you're forcing me to take this vaccine. You only feel like you're being forced because you don't want to do it. They're giving mm-hmm. you a choice. It's just that the choice that you want to make has consequences. You're saying, okay, they say, hey, you either take the vaccine or you don't. But if you don't, you have to be fired. That's a choice. They're not saying, hey, take this vaccine. We're sitting you down and you have to take this vaccine. It's not forcing you. It's a choice. You just don't like the consequences of one of the choices, which is understandable. That's fine. I get it. Doesn't mean they don't have a right to do it. The fact that Kyrie can't play because of a vaccine has nothing to do with the NBA. The NBA is not making him do this. It's the state of New York. And that's what these dumbass niggas aren't realizing. If Kyrie was playing in Texas somewhere, he wouldn't have this fucking problem. Now imagine if the Brooklyn Nets played the New York Knicks in the playoffs. Now that this nigga can't play. Hey, Kyrie, come to San Antonio, nigga. We got you, bro. <laughs> Yo, Greg Popovich would kill himself fucking with Kyrie, bro. Bro, he wouldn't know how to act, bro. But although, no, you no, know what? Never mind. I was I about to say, think, anybody, I think, I was I about say if anybody could keep Kyrie under reins, it'd be Pop. But even then, I don't no, know, nigga. No. Shit. I think Pop would end up putting his hands on Kyrie Irving. I ain't even gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie to you. Dead ass. Hey, Pop, he dropped off a bottle of wine one night and smack his ass with the bottle, boy. Yeah. And Kyrie don't want them problems with that old ass man. He'll fuck Kyrie up. I like, believe it. I think the worst thing Kyrie is doing right now is he's taking a side, but not as far as vaccine, not getting vaccinated. He came out and he said, people are losing their jobs to this mandate. To mandates. Cool, I get that. People are losing their lives to Corona. And no offense to anyone that's lost their jobs. But I think people losing their lives is much more serious. Like an argument for me on that. The thing with the vaccine is, and I know a lot of y'all don't understand it, y'all saying, Oh, well, you can still get it. That's not the point. That (laughs) that was never the point of the vaccine to prevent you from getting it. Nowhere when the vaccine come out did niggas go on the news and say, oh, now you can't get it. No, y'all just assume because it's a fucking vaccine that you're not going to be able to get it anymore. That's not and the, the thing case. About, think about vaccines. Vaccines have never prevented you from getting anything. Exactly. 
Like they they help your body fight it when you do get it. Y'all realize y'all still get the flu, right? Y'all y'all still gotten the flu throughout your life, and you got a flu shot when you were a child. You understand that, right? All I'm saying is, y'all y'all say y'all want to do y'all research, and y'all don't know enough, but y'all not trying to know enough. The vaccine is keeping people safe. Yes, there are sometimes side effects of getting the vaccine. You get sick. That's because it's helping your immune system. It's It basically puts like a, a synthetic. That's probably the wrong word. I, you know what? So I'm not even. A, no, I, I know exactly what it. I know exactly what it is. What it is is they put a weakened version of the virus right. in your body, and now your body. You're, you getting sick is your body's reaction to fighting off a virus. Exactly. So once they put this weakened version of the virus in your body, yes, you're going to feel like shit. Maybe. And it's not only happening to everybody. It's actually a very small percentage of people that actually happen to. That is your body building antibodies for this virus. So now when you actually catch it, you have stronger defenses against it in the first place. Look, man, I... There are people out here who have health conditions that prevent them from even getting this vaccine. Yep. And they're greatly at risk. Not only, I feel like, I hate to say Kyrie is being selfish because he has every right to not want to get the vaccine, but other people's lives are at risk. And I know people may think that's an exaggeration, but it's really not. It's really like we've not. seen it. And I could be a hypocrite because I haven't gotten it yet, but I plan on getting it. I would have it right now, but I literally have to wait a month to get the vaccine after getting COVID. So, I I, I just need people to I, understand. I, Go ahead. I, I think Kyrie's being a big-ass hypocrite, honestly. I think the whole being a voice for the voice of this <laughs> cop-out shit, I think that's just him trying to save face. I agree. He's, all, he's always been a contrarian. Like He's just one of them people that has to go against the grain. That's just him. Man, he a, he's a, he's he's a flat earther. I mean, what else? What the fuck else we do? We need to say honestly. And honestly, outside of the flat earth shit, because I'm about to sound crazy saying this after y'all niggas said that. I wish y'all didn't. <laughs> but Kyrie is not dumb. Kyrie he's is not. not a stupid person, bro. Kyrie he's is a not. very intelligent man. And that's why shit like this, when he does shit like this, it annoys me because I know you're he's smart, bro. Different, bro. He just likes to be dumb. And I and a lot of people feel a way around Ky yo Kyrie's a great person, bro. I don't I, Kyrie does a lot of shit in the community. Kyrie has done a lot of shit in the community. But I need y'all to also realize you can't always use that as a reason to say, oh, y'all talking shit about him, but look at all the shit he did for the community. Jeff yeah. Bezos has done a lot for the community too. Jeff Bezos has given back a lot. Would you consider Jeff Bezos to be a good person? Just saying. I'm not saying Kyrie's a bad person. I, I just say he's a good person. All I'm saying is you can't try to defend a bad decision by saying, oh, well, look at all the good they've done. Especially when this decision is possibly putting a lot of people's lives at risk. That's all I'm saying. And it seemed like the Brooklyn Nets are sick of talking about it, to be honest. Yeah. They're sick of this shit. And, and think about it. I really wonder how that's going to affect his friendship with KD because they're really tight. And it's just like, I know he's like, bro, I, you know, KD just want to play basketball. 
and Kyrie's doing like literally it's like a lot of extra shit. It's a huge distraction. These niggas don't have to answer questions about Kyrie all motherfucking season. And it's just just it's too much. It's too goddamn much. But Kyrie's gonna be Kyrie. And that's I mean, I respect it, but I really like I said, I, I really think Kyrie 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 truly believes he's above basketball. And if that's and if that's the case, he need to go ahead, hang it up. You know, go do what you really want to do. If you want to be a martyr, if you want to do all this, go ahead and do it. Because the way you're going about it, it's fucking trash. Kyrie. And I hate to sound, I hate to sound like this about another brother, but it, I just gotta call it how I see it. Maya Moore is who Kyrie Irving thinks he's he thinks he is. Maya Moore literally Maya Moore is one of the greatest women basketball players the WNBA has ever seen. She gave up playing in the WNBA to help a man who was wrongly accused of a crime be released from prison. Mm-hmm. Granted, she married the nigga after, but still. Like she <laughs> gave up her career. He was putting that he was putting that pipe on her ass. He gave she gave up her career for that. For something she believed in. Hey, he said, you don't give me your career? I'm going to give you all this dick. Fuck you. And I'm not saying Kyrie should give up basketball. I feel like Kyrie can do both. But it's causing a lot of problems. And I hate to sound like I'm bagging on Kyrie because, like I said, it's not the case, but it is what it is. And to all these NBA players, whether it be Kyrie, Bradley Bill, Michael Porter Jr., whoever, who have questions about the vaccine, or aren't really sure about this COVID shit. Hit up Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. Lost his whole family. Lost his mom, lost other close family members, all in the span of a year. And it's still out here hooping. That's all I'm saying. But uh <clears throat> moving from Kyrie who's gonna miss some games because of um Medical being reasons. An being an imbecile. <clears throat> Let's move on to a guy who we thought was going to miss games, but now he might not. All right. Ben Simmons. This fucking fuck. The drama with the Philadelphia 76ers just keeps getting worse. Um, so, all offseason. I wish this was happening to another team so I could laugh my <laughs> ass off. <laughs> <laughs> I really this just happened to one of you niggas fans because you know the shit <laughs> All off season. We've heard that Sixers have tried to trade Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons doesn't want to come back. He's ready to move on. He's gonna sit out the season. He's not gonna uh show up for training camp. Uh he doesn't care if he doesn't get the money. All of this shit. We heard Ben Simmons say, Oh, I can't play with Embiid. Uh I feel like I'm done here. Embiid says that's disrespectful. I feel like I could play with anybody, but we have this team was really built to benefit Ben. We lost Jimmy Butler because of Ben, such and such. So for him to say he can't play, blah blah blah, it's disrespectful. Seventy six is asking for shit they cannot get for Ben Simmons, which is causing him to not get traded. Which means, oh man, Ben Simmons just is going to sit at home all season. Not get paid until he gets traded. Then a few games into the preseason, 
I guess Ben Simmons started looking at the numbers and him and Rich Paul said, nah, bro, this ain't it. I think you need to go back because this is the worst bluff in the history of history, nigga, that I have ever seen. The Philadelphia 76ers called these niggas bluff and they folded like a chill on Monday nights, bro. Yep. It's ridiculous. Now, you look like an idiot. Ben Simmons and Rich Paul both look like idiots. The 76ers cannot lose in this situation. They can't. This, this drama. At first, I was like, look, I understand both sides. But at this point, I'm fully on the side of the Philadelphia 76ers, bro. Because let's be honest. Ben Simmons can't go back to that team. Nope. After the things he said, it's no way the chemistry will be the same. And fuck the teammates. His first game back in Philly, the people who threw batteries at Santa Claus. The fans are going to eat him alive. Let me tell you. We already know he's soft as baby shit. Let me tell you about three cities in America who are extremely passionate about their city and their sports. New York. Boston and Philly. Chicago. Oh, shit. Boston and Philly. I forgot about Boston. You mentioned Boston. I forgot about Boston. Yeah, Boston. Boston. They didn't think it was different. And when I say, you know, passionate about their sports, I'm not talking about Dallas, Texas, where it's mainly a football city. Like, you know, they love the Dallas Mavericks there, but it's the Cowboys. Yeah. I'm not talking about L.A. where they only like their teams when they win it. You know, I'm talking about New York, who's passionate about basketball, football, baseball, hockey, whether they win or losing. I'm talking about Chicago, who's passionate about basketball, football, baseball, hockey, whether they win or losing. Boston, Philly, the same. Passionate, aggressive fans, nigga. <clears throat> we'll literally, we'll, we'll literally go to your city and fight you behind their team. Mm-hmm. Facts. And we'll you go to, to your city and fight you. Facts. Not you coming to their city. <laughs> come to your city and fight you. Don't get it twisted. And you expect Ben Simmons, who has said all he said about this team and caused all of this drama, to just show up and get a warm welcome. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Now, now, granted, Ben Simmons can come back this season, play some games, get his trade value up, and the 76ers can find a move for him. But I don't know what's going to happen, man. I know you're the resident Sixers fan. I'm pretty sure you don't have too much left to say on this topic after talking about it so much. But if you got any thoughts, go ahead and get them out. Man, listen. The thing about it, I truly believe Ben Simmons was going to sit out because the way he was talking and the way his representatives were speaking on his behalf, he was like, fuck the money, blah, 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 blah. Like, okay, he niggas, niggas really don't be saying fuck the money unless they mean it. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas, when, when motherfuckers say fuck the money, they really, they really mean that shit. And then when the fines start coming in and you ain't getting paid, however X amount of dollars you're supposed to be getting paid, I guess that fuck the money shit go, it, it hit a little different. 
because we got to remember, like Kyrie can say fuck the money. Kyrie's made what a hundred ninety million dollars in his career. I'm 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 guessing because Kyrie's had a contract or two before, right? Right. This this has been Simmons' first big contract. He ain't he ain't made no stupid money. He made a couple million. That's stupid money compared to us. But like as far as NBA goes, he has not made no no crazy money yet. He so him sitting out missing these fat checks from this super big deal he got. That's just starting to hit different. And I think they truly believed that the Sixers were going to deal him before the season started, and that's why he was able to he was able to do what he did and. Like you said, the uh, the Sixers called his bluff on it because they knew they were in an advantageous situation. He's got what four more years left on his deal. Where the fuck, what the fuck you gonna uh, do, Ben Simmons? I think so. Yeah, you got four more years left on your deal. What the fuck? Sit your ass right there. All right, you saving us money. Cool. Bye. Just like I told Derek. Bye. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that was before we was recording. Niggas, <laughs> niggas don't know. Niggas don't know. I'm about to say they ain't gonna, uh, they ain't gonna know about that. They ain't gonna catch that reference. But uh, but yeah, they like they pulled his whole card, as I like to say. Fuck all of them. They Facts. pulled his whole card. Like yeah, nigga. And now he coming back. Like and now we and we all know that you only coming back so you can get your money. You coming back because your pockets are hurt. But that the the lines got crossed, and that team will never be the same. Um, hopefully somebody gets desperate enough uh, to want to give us something decent for Ben Simmons. I'm really hoping, I'm, what I'm really hoping is Dame go ahead and say, hey, y'all, y'all get me out of here before the trade deadline. I hope we make something happen for Dame. That's really what I'm holding on to. We make something That's happen for Dame. Happen. We make something happen for Dame. You niggas is on It's not going to happen, yo. Why not? Why can't it happen? Dame doesn't want to leave Portland like y'all think he does. I think he does. If Dame wanted to leave Portland, he'd be out of Portland. Trust me. I don't. I think he has too much respect for Portland to to verbalize it or make it a sticky situation for uh, Portland. But I think he wants gone. I think he wants to be there for at least you know see what they're going to do. They just got a new coach and he wanted Chauncey Billups. I don't think it makes sense for him to want to leave. True. And also Ben Simmons. Y'all would have to give up more than Ben Simmons to get a Damian Lillard. They can have all the draft picks they want. I think y'all better off. CJ McCollum is more realistic, and I think that'll be good for y'all too. Shit, if that's the case, I'd rather go with the uh, with them uh, boys out of Indiana. I'd rather make that trade. I think an Indiana trade is either Indiana or San Antonio is where I'd like to see Ben Simmons go. Um, Indiana. He can play for Pop. He's too much of a bitch. The package will look like, you know, Malcolm Brogdon, um, possibly Karis Levert. I don't know if they want to do both. That's probably too much. Uh, Malcolm hey, Brogdon. If I could get both of them, I'll pull that trigger tomorrow. I'll Malcolm pull that trigger Brogdon, yesterday. TJ Warren. I think both of them would be good, but TJ Warren also plays a lot of the four, which Tobias Harris plays. Uh, I don't know, but I, I think. I think that will be the best move. Y'all don't need a big star back. Y'all just need good ass role players that's gonna fit. And Malcolm Brogdon is really good as fuck. Like, so 
San Antonio. Um, San Antonio is interested, but apparently the Philadelphia 76ers don't want DeJounte Murray. Don't understand why. They dumb as fuck. I take the nigga. Man, we better not give up Murray for fucking Simmons, nigga. You wouldn't? Hell no, I wouldn't. I like Murray. And he's only getting better, man. I know he's, you know, he's not old, but he's not young, young anymore. But I don't know. I like, I like, man. I like the way he plays. And the way he finishes at the rim now, boy. Oh, no, bro. I'm going to be honest. Whoa. If niggas Whoa. say, hey, give me DeJounte Murray, you can't have Ben Simmons. Take that nigga DeJounte. I like DeJounte Murray. Like, but. Well, oh, no, now, see, now, now, now I want to do the deal just because I know Derek wouldn't want to. <laughs> He's making so fucking spiteful, bro. <laughs> I, swear um, to God. I mean, I'm just feel my team was getting shitted on on primetime again tonight. Oh, shit. I like both our picks and Hey, your time is coming, and I can't fucking wait. And the thing about hey. it, you know your time is coming. Thing about it, you know it's a ticking time bomb for your team. Oh my God, and, I, and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna just let it. I can't. I ain't, I ain't gonna sit here and lie. I'm not gonna just let it happen because when it start happening, I'm on your ass. It's alright. I you know cannot what? fucking wait. You know I think that's it for the Ben Simmons talk. We might as well move straight into the NFL shit with that boy. Uh, <laughs> so boy, right I now. Right now, the Buccaneers are going up against the Eagles and the Buccaneers. Uh, Tom Brady. Win. No, they're gonna win. I don't give a fuck about that, bro. Get Mike Evans the ball. He got me three points in fantasy right now. That's it. Nigga got one reception for twenty-two yards. Like, what are you out oh. there doing? Who? Uh, you know, you know when he see them top corners, he just he. he Who uh, you talking about? Because Darius Slay. Oh yeah, Darius Slay, nigga. Nigga, what? I'm about to say, don't, yeah, don't, right. don't, don't be disrespectful. Yeah, I ain't going to hold him like that. I ain't going to hold him. Oh, my nigga, AB got me 20 points right now because Mike Evans out there getting blanketed, boy. <laughs> that nigga Mike Evans really wide receiver three on that team, boy. That shit crazy. <sighs> anyway, yeah, NFL. Played week... like shit again. Surprise, surprise. <clears throat> week five. Week five is in the books. I believe when we recorded last week, we had already talked about the Rams and Seahawks game, right? Because that's the one that Russell Wilson got hurt in. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, first up, <laughs> Falcons defeated the Jets 27-20, to 20, moving on. Uh, the ass bowl, as I called it. Um <laughs> New Orleans Saints defeated the uh, Washington football team 33-22. And uh, Jameis had a nice showing. This was a nice bounce-back game from a game that should not have been a loss in the fucking first place. But they... <laughs> got so mad Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> I'm going to let it go. You know, like I said, it is what it is. Can't do nothing about it now. But we're going into a bye week. And I think this is the perfect time for bye week for the Saints. Uh we get a lot of people get a lot of people get the rest up, which is very important. And God knows that we need that right now. <laughs> Back, right before the losing streak, my nigga, y'all need to go and chill, bro. For real. Nah, not really. Uh, bitch. Um yeah. So put, uh Taysom Hill is the starting quarterback. Let him get his reps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, niggas just saying anything now. That shit crazy. <laughs> Boy, you niggas have lost your motherfucking mind. 
Uh, a lot of our guys who are already hurt have a chance to get healthy and come back. Uh, I think Michael Thomas will be available after the bye. I don't know if they're going to play him. Uh, they might let him come in. Better. They might let him come in against the Seahawks just to get his feet wet since the Seahawks is ass right now. And then the game after that, you know, play against Tampa Bay. Back there choking or something, man? I burped. Oh. Uh, no, I'm sorry, not burp hiccup. Um, but man, having gross burps and shit. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> solid, solid win. Not much to say. Jameis Winston did well, 279 yards, four touchdowns, one interception, and threw 15 for 30. I like the way we played. It was a little close for too long. They had me nervous again, but they uh they took off at the end. So I get to sit back, relax, and not be stressed this weekend and just enjoy football until the week after where we make it too close with a football team whose defense is ass and missing their starting Hall of Fame quarterback. So <sighs> moving on. Did y'all have anything to say about that game? Oh uh, no, not at all. Y'all, y'all did what I needed y'all to do. So, I mean, it turned out not meaning shit for me this week, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Green Bay Packers beat the Cincinnati Bengals. I believe I picked the Bengals to win this game. I picked the Bengals too. Yeah, it was close. Over the OT game, game. twenty five to twenty two. Yeah, I actually watched the game. It was a damn good game. The Bengals, the niggas need not. This ain't the same Bengals team no more. Nope. They they playing pretty damn good now. They might fall flat on their face at the, towards the end of the season because it's a long season. But from from yeah, they what I see, they this year, boy. They them they the boys is playing some ball. Mm-hmm. Looking like them Carson Palmer days, boy. Uh. Because that's the last time I remember them niggas winning like that. Anyway, uh, they just went up against a team that was better, and they still almost came away with the victory. So, uh, Bengals could possibly make the playoffs this year. I mean, the AFC North ain't no it, it ain't no slouch in the AFC North right now. The Ravens doing anything. It is wide the, the fuck Browns open. Doing thing. It is wide yeah, though, the Browns boy. Doing yeah. Except for with the Steelers. The, the, the still, they, they but the Steelers ain't no Don't slouch. You love this year. They, you Don't can't. You love this year. You can't sleep on the Steelers. They ain't I'm no sleep, slouch. Nigga. Fuck them niggas, boy. Nah, nah. The nah. Fuck out. Nigga, dead ass. I'm sorry. These niggas, niggas be pulling. Sleep, the niggas be pulling random wins out their ass. Hey, hey that post nut sleep, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like middle of the night, from I mean, the side, fuck a bitch and go to sleep, true. sleep, nigga. That's sleep. Because they did pull a win out of their ass against Denver Broncos, 27 and 19. Uh, I believe that's two losses <laughs> in a row for the Broncos. Still Steelers always figure out a way to finish the season with a winning record. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and, uh, I don't know. I think y'all boys Lamar that got that strong box bro. What you just say? <laughs> I, I said I think y'all boys Lamar got that shit on lock for real, for real. Uh, okay. So oh, say that again. Say that yeah, again. Nigga. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't yeah. saying it a yeah. third time, nigga. If you ain't hit me the first time, I don't care how raspy my shit I'm, is. I said what I said. All right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. What position hey. does Lamar play? What position? Hey, y'all know me. Y'all know me. I, 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 I'll admit when I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? I, I like to be proven wrong every now and then. He proved me wrong, bro. He balling, man. He better not fuck it up. That's all I'm saying. Don't no, it's his CC. That yeah. backhanded ass. Nigga had to throw that in there at the end, boy. Had to throw that in there. This nigga has been. <laughs> 
No, 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 no. I was just going to say, it's his to lose, bro. For real, for real, in my opinion. I really do. Right, that's what I think. All right. We'll leave it at that. It, it wasn't Vikings a dead ass. Feet. It really wasn't meant to be backhanded. I swear to God. I re- that time, it really wasn't. <laughs> oh, that time. Yeah, that time. That time. <laughs> Vikings defeated the Detroit Lions. Moving on. Next. <laughs> Next. Give, a, give a fuck about them bum ass. Hey, what did I tell y'all though? I refuse to put face in Detroit, nigga. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Keep finding ways to lose, man. Go ahead. Utterly destroyed the Miami Dolphins. There's not much to say about this game except for um prayers go out to the city of Miami. Uh everybody deserves to see this. I think the only reason them niggas put up 17 is because Tampa Bay defense is not that great. It's crazy. <clears throat> the fucking the fucking states that produce the best football players, football on all levels has just been not good. The Dallas Cowboys are the only exception. But between Texas and, and Florida. they've been mediocre for 20 years. And they've been mediocre for 20 goddamn years, yeah. But Texas and Florida, nobody produces better football players than these two states. At all, bro. At all. But the college teams and the fucking pro teams have been ass as fuck for 20, almost 20 years. Every once in a while, they have a hot year. But goddamn, Miami is like the football capital of Florida. And they college and pro team cannot get the shit together. I don't, I don't fucking get it. I don't fucking get it. Is Rich Sherman washed? Fuck no. Uh, fuck no. His last his last seasons when he's healthy, he's played well. He's not he's not a top ten corner anymore, but he's still goddamn good. If he's not a top ten corner anymore, considering where he was, wouldn't when you consider that washed? With the Legion no, of I consider I consider I consider washed when you're no longer good. He's still a good corner. He's still a starting corner in the NFL. I was about to say, Richard Sherman on the Bucks is like when Amari Stoudemire played for the Mavs and shit, but that might be a little disrespectful. Oh, yeah, that's, that's disrespectful. Very, that's that's, that's very disrespectful. disrespectful. Literally, the only reason Richard Sherman wasn't on a, wasn't on the roster at the beginning of the season was because of his off the field shit getting arrested and all that. Had nothing to do with his play. But that's right. He did beat his girl or some shit, right? He was drunk, talking about he wanted to kill himself and all types of shit. Oh yeah, he almost kicked her on his girl's house, right? Yeah. That's right. That's right. They called him on the ring talking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah boy Damn, got yo, you demons. snitching this shit? Nigga, it was on video. I was like, that's your best little news. This nigga <laughs> trying to hold me. Old bitch ass yeah. nigga. <laughs> that shit was in 4K, my guy. That was a oh, yoga shit. stretch, my guy. I'm not even going to respond to that. That's all I'm saying. Do with that Kobe oh, joke. All right. So, uh, next game Philadelphia uh, Eagles. Oh, I feel like I said that wrong. Philadelphia Eagles defeated the Carolina Panthers. Um, I ain't gonna lie. I don't know I how we pulled the Eagles to win this game. I don't know how we pulled hey, the Eagles to win this game. Stop worrying about how. Just be happy that y'all did it. I, like I said, I take it. Because I damn sure don't know how we did that shit. And that just goes to further shoot. No, further show, not shoot. That the, uh, the Panthers, they coming back down to earth. Because the Cowboys really. Yeah. The Cowboys really taxed that ass, and then they lost to us. So they uh, 
they didn't have any quality wins at first. Uh, they're still doing. They're still ahead of schedule on their rebuild. But you lost to us. You niggas ain't that good. Mm-hmm. So All the right. Cowboys have uh, one quality win. <laughs> Any way Wait, to describe it, the I Yeah, that's the quality win. And the Chargers nah, have three touchdowns called back. Wow, this nigga even found well, a way to hear that, that. That's I'm, crazy. Just, I'm just saying. I hope you're stretching, my nigga. I hope you're stretching. Did, did the Chargers, did they, or did they not have three touchdowns called back? Did you yeah, that's, that's, did I you didn't stretch? reach. I literally said did what happened. Stretch? If we're being honest, I know it hurts my nigga. But if we're hey. being honest, if we're being honest, the Cowboys have an easy schedule this year. It's not the it's not the the hardest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, just you know you know it's easy, nigga. Like I'm about to read some of these teams off. All right, <clears throat> they played the, the Buccaneers, Super Bowl champs, the, N- the NFC East, the NFC That's East a as a whole. <laughs> um, That's six games right there. The Panthers, the Patriots, the Vikings, the Broncos, the Falcons. <laughs> and that's really it, honestly. Uh, these other yeah, teams, I mean, you could say point, they're better than or they'll get At this point, it's the Chiefs, too. Because them niggas look ass. Hey, I ain't even gonna. Hey, we've always been waiting. I ain't wanna say it. I thought about it, but I ain't wanna say it, bro. Hey, we've always known. We've always known their defense was ass. I was kind of suspect, but man. But listen, boy, I did not want to say it. But, Reese, Derek, what have I been saying about the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott? They go as Zeke goes. Oh, nigga, you preaching to the pastor? What the fuck? These niggas. Me preaching I, to the I choir, saw, nigga. This nigga Dak is twenty. Do you realize who you're talking to right now? This nigga Dak is twenty-eight and old. Whenever they throw the ball, less than they run the ball. You realize who you're talking to right now, my nigga? Come These on now, bro. I've been preaching this shit for years, bro. Listen, I saw you something be today. I Shit. saw some stats today that said <laughs> and Dax and Dax two uh and and Dax two seasons where he's thrown the least, which would be this season and his rookie, and his rookie season. season. Yep, he's nigga. seventeen and yep. four. Yep, and guess who was balling the entire time? And guess what? Zeke ain't looked this good since when? Rookie season, nigga. Coming into the sea, coming into the year, I was like, "Oh, this nigga, this oh, nigga now this shape, nigga bro. can talk." This She's nigga crazy, in shape, bro. Nigga, I'm struggling. Fuck talk. you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been it's saving up take- for, nigga. Fuck you, me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Social media just gets annoying when the Cowboys are winning because y'all fans are unbearable. And I'm not speaking to you, Derek. You know, I know, that, I know. Hey, nigga, bro. you talking to the nigga who was at a civil war with his fan base for three years, my nigga? I know, bro. Niggas still call me a fake fan for that shit. <laughs> like, bro, I know, nigga. Well, y'all have, listen, listen. <laughs> y'all like have when the, the Saints. Worst, y'all, y'all have the worst fan base when it comes to just being unbearable. Y'all might not have the worst behaved fans. I'll take that. I'll take that any day. Yeah, definitely. But as far as being un- just unbearable, like, oh, my God, these <laughs> niggas again. 
terrible. Y'all take terrible. the cake. Y'all take the cake with that shit. When the Saints lost to the Bucks in the playoffs, uh, niggas know how. If I'm angry after the Saints lost, don't talk to me because I might, I might spaz on you. But you might delete your I, Facebook. I was just about to shut say. up, nigga. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so after that, that, one of my homegirls, never forget, one of my homegirls on Twitter. I know I ain't never gonna be able to let that down. Uh, one of my homegirls on Twitter says something about the Saints. She a Cowboys fan, so I'm like. How y'all talk? How you talking shit about a team when you wasn't even in a position to, that we that we was in? Mm-hmm. It's like making fun of a nigga car from a bus stop. Like shit, don't make no sense. That's what, yeah, and know. that's what the Cowboys do. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what a lot of fans do. So you know the red flag shit that's been going on on social media, right? Oh my god. Oh, they they killed that shit already. That shit is bro, a dead horse. They get. So you know, the Dallas Cowboys put a tweet out, right? Mm-hmm. They said the Dallas Cowboys have just gotten lucky. Red flags. The Dallas Cowboys are overrated. Red flags. It's too early in the season for the Dallas for Cowboys Nation to be excited. Red flags. The Dallas Cowboys have had an easy schedule. Red flags. And I'm like, bro, y'all about to fuck y'all season up, jinxing yourself just for tweeting this shit. I cannot wait. <clears throat> them screenshots to age hey it's all right it's all right it's all right because i ain't even i ain't even gonna be upset when it does because i'm i'm not picking us to win the super bowl nigga at all bro you'd have to be a fucking like there's cowboys fans really like oh we should go to the super bowl and calm the fuck down nigga god damn y'all niggas tripping bro just enjoy the winning season for what it is they exactly that shit every year Y'all nigga, this every is, time y'all get a dub. Bro, we went two games in a row, nigga, Super Bowl. Like, chill, bro. God damn. We like, just won bro, two games, I, bro. I know for a fact the Super Bowl window for the de- for the New Orleans Saints have closed. But I'm just happy that we three and two right now considering damn. the injuries we dealt with. I just want to enjoy this. Oh, we just came off historically the worst season we've ever had in the history of the franchise defensively. <laughs> nigga. Excuse me if I'm a little excited. You know what I'm saying? I'm enjoying what I'm watching. But don't put us up there yet, bro. We're not there. Take take this. Take this progression. We got a young core. We can work off of this. Be excited for what we got. Don't put us somewhere where we're not. That's what I'm saying. All right. So I feel like we didn't talk about the <laughs> Cowboys enough before we even get to that fucking game. Hold up. One more, so. one more thing. We got to get that boy. Got to get that boy Diggs. Diggs his motherfucking flowers. Boy. He running off. We gotta get to He's the running. damn Cowboys game first. Oh, we'll get to it. <laughs> so, Tennessee Titans beat the Jaguars 37-19. Whatever. Uh, Derrick Henry is offensive player of the year again. Uh, yep. <laughs> this nigga's ridiculous. Uh, the Patriots beat the Texans. But I'm sorry. I gotta say this. Why is it that this nigga... It's probably dominating the NFL the same way he was dominating high school. This shit is ridiculous, bro. This not for real. For real. Patriots defeated the Texans 25-22. Whatever. Nice. Chicago Bears beat the Raiders 20-9. I can't believe the Raiders only put up nine fucking points. Um, the Chargers beat the Browns in, Jesus, 47-42. Game bro, of the year. was crazy. Game of the year so far. That there was a nuts. stat that... Uh, the Browns are the first team in like history or something to I think throw for four hundred something. Forty four hundred yards, forty points, zero turnovers, <laughs> lose. 
and lose. It's just crazy. Only the Browns, yo. Only the Browns. Even when they winning. Even when they winning, they they still curse. Like, it it was like the record was teams with 40 points and 400-plus yards and zero turnovers. They were like fucking 201 and 0. And now it's 201 and 1. Ridiculous. (laughs) And it's the Browns. Browns, That one is the Browns. That's embarrassing. Uh, now they did get robbed with that pass interference call. They got they got robbed. That shit crazy. They would have damn near won that game. Yeah, but that is. no, you know, no excuses. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't blame Baker the refs. Mayfield, come on, man. I don't blame the refs. We too old to blame the refs. Yeah, we are, but. We can spot highway robbery when we see it, cause goddamn, that shit is bad. Unless, nigga, unless it's like a state style pass interference, not trying to show top, throw shots, nigga. But like that, unless it's just some shit like that. Nigga, nah, ain't no even though that's the most egregious thing I've ever seen, I've seen shit that's less egregious that still needs to be addressed. Like, yeah. <laughs> certain shit you just can't let slide, yo. Granted, I mean, you know, we ain't gonna look NFL officiating this. It's terrible, bro. Let's just keep it. I, I truly believe. I and I think the NFL has the worst officiating of all the major pro sports. Um, Easily, but, but I but I also believe football is the hardest game to officiate because so many things are so subjective. It's not as it's 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 pretty damn subjective and with with NFL officiating <clears throat> and this and this fucking taunting shit don't make it no better. That that's Man, fuck that. why. That's you know why I don't agree. Struck. You know why I don't agree because why? it's the ones where they fuck up are the easy blatant calls. Like yeah, it's not even a true. damn bang bang in the moment. I couldn't tell what happened type shit. It's like, you feel this me? shit is obvious, bro. Like Taysom Hill got taken out of the Washington game with a concussion. On a clear targeting call, like the ball wasn't in this nigga has nothing. It was an incomplete pass. He's falling down to the ground. Nigga hit him helmet to helmet. But see, and we that, lost him and, for the rest of the game. And and that type of thing, you can tell they officiate that depending on who the quarterback is. Fact. Literally. Well, no, he Literally. wasn't. It, he wasn't in that quarterback. He was a a wide receiver. Oh shit. Yeah, this wasn't him getting sacked. This was an incomplete Damn. pass. Like he was a wide receiver. So he's a defensive receiver. Yeah. Damn. It's, it's like they not consistent with the shit. And it's like back then when the rule was first implemented, <laughs> first implemented, it was still new. People was getting used to it. But it's been like six years now, bro. Like, yeah. Come on. Uh, there was a terrible pass interference call. I can't remember what game it was. Was it the Chargers game? No, I don't think it was. Uh. I can't remember. I got the picture in my head, but I can't remember the team, so we just gonna move the fuck on. Uh NFL sucks at officiating. Get your shit together. Uh bring back the replacement refs. No, I'm playing at least we, that shit. At least we know what a catch is now. <laughs> they got that right finally. Shit, do we? Bitch ass niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if we still know what a catch is or not. Shit. We ain't uh, <laughs> We ain't had no controversial catches, non-catches in the last season or two, so. It's fucked up that it happened to the Cowboys twice, though. That's crazy. No, it's not. No, it's not. You're right. Um, Fuck both of them. I'm tripping. 
It ain't oh, personal. Oh, it is now. Well, for Jerron, oh, it's personal, it but it ain't oh, personal. Oh, it's definitely personal for me. <laughs> no, that shit fucked up, nigga. How the fuck that shit happened to us twice, nigga? Oh, man. How the fuck some shit happened to us three? Yo, man, look. We didn't have more bad luck, y'all. I ain't trying nothing. That's true. That's true. That's true. Nigga, Beast Quake. The Minnesota Miracle. And then the, the no-call. Call. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, that's crazy. Don't get me started. Don't get me started on the, uh, I think it was 2012 or 2013. Playoff game against the Niners when Vernon Davis had that fucking amazing. Oh my god, man! I don't even. Ooh, I'm starting to sweat. All right, <clears throat> Cowboys at Giants. Uh, they should lack them niggas forty four to twenty. It was close for a minute. Then the Cowboys said, "All right, relax." Uh, so y'all were talking about Trayvon Diggs. I want to say this, this nigga. Uh, I know Trayvon no. Diggs is basically running away with defense rookie of the year. And uh, well, not really. Hey, you can, you can uh, argue Micah Parsons. You can argue Micah Parsons too. Hey, they both might like, go to the same team, low key. I think Trayvon might run away with defensive player, and if Mike keeps it up, hey, he might get defensive player. Yeah, that's what I meant, defensive player. But I saw somebody. Now I don't know if this dude on Twitter was a Cowboys hater or he was just speaking his mind. He said. People hyping up Trayvon Diggs so much because he get burnt a lot in the game, but then he come away with an interception. And that's what that nigga don't about. watch the games. Now hold up, hold up. I don't watch a lot idiot. of. Cow- I haven't watched a lot of Cowboys games, so I need. Is this true or not? No. no. He talk shit. He talk okay. shit. As a, listen, as a as a Cowboy <laughs> hater, like I'm talking about, president of the Cowboys <laughs> haters club. All right, nigga, we get All it. Right. All right, we get it. We get it. We get it. <laughs> that nigga smoking premium penis. Hey, Trayvon Diggs has season. no touchdowns allowed. Forty-seven point four completion percentage allowed, and a twenty-nine point two passer rating allowed on six interceptions. Ten. Passes. I had no idea he was from Gaithersburg, Maryland. Shit, crazy. You didn't know he was from Maryland? No, because I also oh. didn't know that Stephon Diggs was his brother. Yeah. <laughs> what? How did you yeah. not know that? I, I want to see them line up against. I want to see them line across each other. Don't y'all play the Bills this year? No, nah, we don't. They don't. Nah. They play the oh, AFC West play. this year. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But um, I can't believe you didn't know that they were fucking brothers. They talk about it all the time. Like, like Trayvon Diggs went to Alabama as a receiver, and they moved to the corner. That's why his ball skills are crazy like that. Pause. <laughs> Had to throw that in there. It's a yeah. wild thing to say. Uh, <laughs> um, Bruh, that's funny as fuck. Since y'all already oh. talked for like ten minutes on the Cowboys early, I figured y'all don't have much to say about this game. Oh yeah, no, fuck the Cowboys. Cowboys I works. To throw that in there. Yeah. We waxed. We waxed the Giants just like I thought we would. Nick Landry owed me a hundred dollars. He flaked because he saw just like a Giants fan. Talking about, oh, I was just playing. Nice to be the team you're supposed to beat. Shit, crazy. That's just uh, crazy, right? Couldn't be us. Yeah. Oh, it can be. Right. Don't worry. Yeah, it can no, be. Yeah, I'm about to say, it hold up, now, nigga. <laughs> Not so far, nigga. Hold up. All right. Now, watch week six be the week, nigga. You're getting a little too much dip on your chip now. You feel hey, me? I can't, I can't wait till we, I can't wait till we get the shit out the Saints, boy. Yeah, you're going to be waiting a long time. I don't see that shit happening. No time right. soon, nigga. That's it. That's it. Sweet poetic justice. Thank you. So. Yeah, all right. Poetic justice for what? 50 burger, nigga. 
Poet. Because fuck you when you're 50 burger or who? <laughs> yo, stop playing on my team defense, bro. Yo, stop playing on my team defense, yo. You out of your mind, boy. Ain't nobody putting up 50 on us. 50 burger, nigga. Boy, you crazy as hell. We are not the Giants. Wait, I can't say that right now. <laughs> boy, I was like, hold on. Then they just beat y'all our defense better than theirs, though. That's for fucking sure. Especially when we get our niggas back. That's all I'm saying. I ain't gonna lie, but, bro. This gonna be if 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 fucking Derek Cowboys sweeps my team. I'm ending the podcast and beats yours. This gonna be a I'm long the podcast. year, bro. It's gonna be a long ass year. Y'all ain't gonna be able to it's tell gonna me be shit. A long ass year. It niggas ain't gonna be able to tell me it's around apart on Facebook. Shit. <laughs> yeah, they will. We just got to stand next to each other. I'm talking about the profile pictures, nigga. <laughs> I know you little short motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus, that joke nah, is terrible, you. nigga. I just okay. want you to know that. <laughs> that one was. I never went over my head. I'm not going to lie. See, What'd I was going to take the low hanger fruit right there, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. This nigga want cookies. Or okay. Moving on. In a close, low-scoring game, the Cardinals beat the Niners seventeen to ten to go to five and zero. Are the Cardinals yo? They're they're legit. They like that man. The niggas is real. I don't think that's a question. I got I got Kyler Murray, my MVP front runner. Yeah, he playing his ass off. It's tough. I mean, that's something we obviously going to get to most likely like next week or the week after. So I don't really want to spoil it like that, but I'm not going to argue that. That's all I'll say. Uh, but you can also make the case like you did for the Cowboys. I mean, granted, you could say two, but they only have two legitimate wins. But yeah, well, no, because the, the Titans the are pretty good. And they the beat Titans the fuck the out of the Rams. Yeah, they, they beat the Titans. I mean, not the fuck out of them. Dog, they was up by they were up by three scores the whole game. <laughs> yeah, touche. That last that last touchdown came in garbage time. Garbage time, shit. Yeah, uh, they did beat the, <clears throat> the Titans though. And seventeen <laughs> in the NFL is an ass whooping. The average NFL game, the average NFL game is decided by three and a half points. So seventeen, you got your ass whooped. Not only did they beat the shit out of the Titans, they held Derrick Henry to like under a hundred yards. So, which is which is ridiculous. Which, considering how hard that is to do nowadays, yeah. Uh, since we're on the topic of ass whoopings, uh, the Bills beat the Chiefs thirty-eight to twenty. The Bills are indeed for real. Uh, I don't think that's a question. They ass raped them niggas. The Kansas City Chiefs are not for real right now, bro. Mm-mm. I think they'll shake back. I don't back, understand. Though. I think they'll shake back, um, but I don't understand what's going on right now. Uh, their defense is ass, it, it and they can't, can't run just the ball. Be the defense. Yes. No, their defense it's... is ass, and they can't run the ball. That's what's happening. Oh, also, let's get something straight. Uh, mainstream media is out here trying to say, "All right, who's the best quarterback in the league?" Let's not. Let's it's not. Patrick Mahomes. Let's not. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Come Mahomes. On. Come on. Come on. I understand they're losing right now, but let's not. Let's not be ridiculous. Okay, 
Some people we didn't say, do that. Oh, it's we Tom didn't. Brady. No, it's not. No, it's not. And he's playing it's damn good. Like, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's not Aaron Rodgers. I'm gonna be honest. That boy Brady's balling though. Yes, Brady's he is. Balling. He is balling. Right, fuck that nigga. Oh, it's definitely. But I think we all are all on team. Fuck Tom Brady. Yeah. Like once he left the Patriots, I realized I never hated the Patriots. I hated. Tom I hated Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah, that's me too. Yeah. Me too. Um, I've never heard. Because I started liking Tom Brady when he left the Patriots. <laughs> uh. Who else? Somebody said Josh Allen. I'm like, come on, bro. No. Now hold up, Josh Allen like that. You could argue yeah. he's top five right now for real. He's for sure top five. He's easily top five. Me. <clears throat> Who's your top five? I'm just curious. Uh, off the top of my head, I have to go Mahomes, Rogers, uh, Allen, Lamar. Hmm. That fist spot is hard. Somebody missing. Somebody missing, nigga. Then again, you don't really like this nigga, so. Probably, probably Brady. So you ain't got Russell Wilson in your top five? Well, he's hurt right now. I mean, he just got hurt. Okay, well, I mean, if that's the case, that's why I didn't have him in because he's hurt. But Russell Wilson over Brady for sure. No, I like Russell Wilson as a football player. He's just a bitch ass nigga. And to be honest, I'll probably take out Lamar Jackson and put it in Russell Wilson. But uh, for y'all, for y'all that's listening that wonder why I think Russell's a bitch ass nigga, I've explained it to them off air why I think he's a bitch ass nigga. And I'm no, you've explained it on air too. Oh, I have. Yo, a couple times. yeah, he's a he's 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 a boy. All right, we get it. <laughs> really don't like that nigga. Um, shit. Uh, I just but he's cold. Lamar Jackson. First ball at Oh, absolutely. Um, I spoke about Lamar Jackson. Uh, we thought the Colts and Ravens game was gonna be ass whooping. Uh, mm-hmm. the Colts came to play, and Lamar Jackson came to play too. Uh, Derek, any thoughts on the Ravens game? That man showed his ass. He been showing what, his ass, but all right. What man would you be speaking of? Nigga, shut the fuck up. We ain't playing stupid. It's all right, so uh, Lamar Jackson, a.k.a. Whoa. running back, threw for 442 yards, four, four touchdowns, no interceptions, and threw 37 for 43. Crazy. And, and on top of that. He did what he was supposed to. No, get the fuck out of here doing what you're supposed to. Come That's on, just dog. never been done before. He did what he's get supposed the to. fuck out of here. 85%, 85% for over 400 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah. And, that's not a good, and running. Hey, Come that's, not a good defense. that's not a good defense. He's a good player. He did what he's supposed to. Coach's defense is not ass. We was talking about they might three hundred on them niggas. We was joking on these niggas, bro. They, I was well, like, man, put some respect I on them. I mean, we said we said, said like, that because because the Ravens are that good. This nigga does not want to give Lamar Jackson his full credit. He doesn't. He, he, he trolling, bro. He trolling. He is. He was just giving and, the nigga credit earlier. He trolling. Yeah, <laughs> and 
and and Gerard and, Fallen's and, 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 and the fu- and the fucked up no stop it shut up bitch that nigga get mad every uh, time <laughs> Man, listen to him listen to him the fucked up part about it is that nigga Carson Wentz had probably his best game of the season and it didn't matter because that nigga Lamar probably game of the last two years nigga what you mean I'm about to say probably shit he balled out but Lamar Jackson said all right nigga bet. Hold my hey, you know who need, who deserves some praise, bro? Hollywood Brown. Hey. That boy showing out this season and yeah. showing that he can be a eh, quote unquote wide receiver one. Because I don't know if he will be a wide receiver one on too many other teams, but he can be the wide receiver <laughs> one for this you team. Dick. You smoking dick, boy? Y'all, y'all, did, y'all steady disrespecting that man, bro. Wait, disrespecting who? Hollywood? What has he done to earn it outside of this season? Bro, Hollywood Brown is not a number one receiver. Like, that's been proven. He's not the number one. You know why? You know why Derek is going so hard for Hollywood Brown to be a number one receiver? So he could say that Lamar Jackson has a number one receiver and he still ain't doing the job. Bro, he's that's all it is. Thing, bro. That's all I'm saying. Okay. This thing ain't changed. He ain't gonna know it. All right. Anyway, yeah. Tell Marquise Brown stop dropping fucking passes. Then how about that? Um, I will say that because that nigga fucking me over on some uh, on my fantasy that one game. I was salty, but it's time for that. Right, so, it's crazy what happens when he hits that nigga. We done with week five. It's time for the uh, predictions for week six. Obviously, the Buccaneers have already defeated the Eagles twenty-eight to twenty-two. Uh, wasn't as close as it looks. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I mean it how it sounded, but yeah. Well, you could have been like uh, you could have been like breaking news or some shit. I mean, fuck, nigga. <laughs> it's not it's not breaking news. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very much expected. And and if we being honest, it wasn't as close as the score says it was. <laughs> so uh, No, it wasn't. So time for the predictions. First game, I don't give a fuck about, but I gotta say it anyway. Dolphins at Jaguars. Uh, to be honest, who gives a shit? Dolphins. You don't give a shit about your team, bro. Oh yeah, yeah that's moving on. Fuck you, nigga. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe yeah, you just Jack pulled fans. that out of his ass. You pulled <laughs> that out of your ass to try to hold me. You dead ass wrong for that. Uh, how, how am I wrong? This Jags fan too. You know goddamn well I stopped being a Jags fan. You ain't said that shit no other week, nigga. I forgot about that. I'm going to get this thing a Lawrence jersey. This thing gave up on this squad. A Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. Give me no lesbian jersey, nigga. (laughs) Moving on. I'm sorry. That sounded so bad. That um, shit was funny as hell. Packers defeated the Bears. I mean, damn. <laughs> Bro, what? what did you well, say? I guess you know my prediction. I said the yeah. Packers defeated the Bears. God damn. I guess you know my prediction. Packers. Yeah. yeah. Packers. Yeah, I got the Packers. <clears throat> Next game. Bengals at Lions. Not picking the Lions no more. Fuck them niggas. I got the Bengals. 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 And a wash. And an ass whooping. I hope so. I need the points. 
<laughs> I got Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, nigga. I need the points. Uh, shout out Jamar Chase, boy. He been balling. Yeah, he has. You uh, only shout him out because he on your next one. Team. No, I'm shouting him out because I went to LSU. You know I fuck with LSU, so you know. Yeah, I know. You niggas sorry. Yeah, they sorry as fuck. Uh, <clears throat> Texans at Colts. Colts. I'm gonna pick the Colts. Yeah, yeah. I'm pick the Colts. Uh, it, it's probably gonna be a good game because they both ass, but the Colts actually favored by ten. God damn. Uh, the Rams at the Giants. Uh, the Rams are about Rams. to do these boys something decent, boy. Yeah. Whew. <laughs> the Rams. I got the Rams. Yeah. Rams about to tear their ass up. Man, I ain't going to lie. Six weeks ago, this next game, if you'd have asked me to predict this next game, I'd have said, bro, they about to beat this team ass. But right now, I don't know. Uh, Chiefs at the Washington football team. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, the fuck? I, I think the Chiefs bounce back. <laughs> but this ain't just going to be I'm going to take the Chiefs uh, off <laughs> reputation alone. Yeah, just but out of respect. I wouldn't be surprised if Washington beat these niggas, bro. Y'all need to tell, bro. Washington ain't no hoes, yo. Yeah, bro. You you talking like Washington's just sweet, nigga? They're not. You, I, that, I them niggas, damn, are gonna be the team to teach y'all y'all motherfucking lesson. I hope so. Cause he talking all this shit. Like, nah, shit, I hope it's us. I want them to go on a win streak until they see us. Then we beat their ass. Why is it we raise up y'all too, nigga? The fuck? Did you not hear what I just said? Nigga, we ain't worried can't about y'all, bro. Nigga. Reece, nigga can't talk. We ain't worried about y'all, nigga. Reese just want them niggas to be flying high, mm-hmm. have all the confidence in the world. <laughs> and so then I get to come on this podcast. That's so we can come and beat the shit out of y'all too. That's crazy, crazy. As hell. If you think you're gonna do that, boy. Anyway. Uh, next game, Vikings at Panthers. Hmm. <clears throat> I'm gonna hit the Panthers. Vikings. Oh man, I'm gonna go with the Vikings. <clears throat> oh. I'm not the lone wolf. Derek said Vikings. Nigga, I said Panthers. Right. I said I'm gonna go with the. Oh, you the lone wolf? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this nigga here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbass nigga. So. Good ass game next week. Chargers at Ravens. I'm going with the Chargers. Ravens. <laughs> Chargers. Okay. Oh, you niggas ain't fucking with me at all today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, you smell like bitch. Damn. All right. <laughs> all right. Yo, that all, all right, though. All right. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Uh,. Another good game, Cardinals at the Browns. Uh, I expect the Cardinals to beat these niggas. It's going to yeah. be a good game, but I expect the Cardinals to come up with the dub. Cardinals. Same for everybody else? Yeah, I'm taking the Cardinals. Okay. Raiders at Broncos. Taking the Broncos. Raiders <laughs> got too much going on. Raiders got too much going on right now. Yeah, with they. Watch the Raiders come out and dominate just because. That should be crazy. That well, not really. But, uh, Cowboys at Patriots. 
Cowboys. I got the Patriots, nigga. Yeah, I got Pats too. But I can't wait to come not talk even on no, Not even on no hating shit. I just got to. You, can, you can't think... come talk shit because y'all supposed to beat these no, things. shut the fuck up. I just, I just think I really the Pats. Patriots. I think the Pats is overdue for a dub. That's all. Crazy as fuck. They get it next week. <laughs> yeah, against y'all, nigga. That's next week. <laughs> nigga, that's this week, nigga. <laughs> fuck you, nigga. <laughs> How the fuck that's next week when that's this week's game? <laughs> well, technically, it's Sunday. That's next week. It's still Thursday. Nigga, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, next game is the Steelers against the Seahawks in Pittsburgh. I'm going to go with the Steelers just because they have that quarterback, even though it ain't much of that nigga left. But. Derek. I'm about to say. Oh, you said who? Uh, Seahawks at Steelers. Uh, Seahawks. This nigga just really hates the Steelers. Who you got, Jerron? Steelers. Yeah, I got the Steelers. Okay, I ain't hate you. Uh, <clears throat> the Monday night game. Wait, what's the? Wow, Seahawks and Steelers is the Sunday night game. Oh my god. Well, when the, you got to think when they made the schedules. <laughs> When they made the TV schedules, you know what I'm saying? That's that's a pretty damn big game. Pre In the beginning of the season, you look at the Seahawks and Steelers, you pretty much know that's going to be a Sunday night game. You didn't think that they would, that these niggas would both be this ass. Yeah, that's true. Uh, shit. Well, the Monday night game should be a bit of a treat. Uh, the Bills at Titans. I think that's going to be a pretty decent game, but I got the Bills. Bills. Yeah, yeah, Bills. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised really if they came them, out with a dub, but I don't think they're gonna wash them. Personally, they're gonna wash them. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I just don't think it's gonna happen. Um, but yeah, that's it for the predictions. We'll see how we did when we come back next week. Uh, we usually do pretty fucking awful, but uh, that's why we're not on TV. But then again, the niggas on TV them niggas, are awful. Them niggas so. don't do no better than us, so shit. Yeah, I was about to say, them niggas on TV are pretty fucking awful. So, uh, so this last segment that I want to talk about. DC Comics announced this week that um, the new Superman comic that they release, which has Jonathan Kent, Superman, uh, Clark Kent, and Lois Lane's son, as Superman coming out as bisexual. And you know, something in the media happens where a character comes out as gay or bisexual. Uh, people have to start voicing their opinions about how this is being forced on their kids and uh, terminating their kids' brains or whatever excuse they want to spew for just saying they're not okay with gay people being represented in media. Uh, and you know what? I don't want to say that because that's not always the case. Some people probably genuinely do feel they don't want this push towards their kids. And I get that. But I, you know what? I'm going to let, I'm going to let Jerron go first because I'm pretty sure he nah, does some shit. Go ahead and say what you got to say. I'm, I'm... I get, I get people saying, I don't want this push towards my kids. You feel me? It, understandable. Yeah. You don't want to have that conversation with your kids so soon. You don't want them being exposed to stuff like adult stuff like this too soon. But what I would say to you is they probably see a lot of stuff on TV 
in public that's very adult and to be quite honest y'all don't give kids the credit that you should i guarantee you it'll be a quick conversation oh yeah some boys like other boys and some girls like other girls oh okay what kids are very innocent they don't understand a lot and sure sometimes they'll ask a lot of questions you explain something to them they be like okay Sure, yeah. you might have that kid that asked a lot of fucking questions. Just answer the damn questions. These niggas out here watching too many Boosie Live videos. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just, I, and my thing is, people like, oh, I don't want my kids asking about this. Does your kid read comics, bro? If, if your kid doesn't fucking read comics, then why would what you the have fuck to explain this yeah. to him? <clears throat> and let's be honest. Comics, most kids don't read comics. Most kids Not don't read comics. Most not kids in this era. Read, yeah, not in this era. And to be honest, comics now are getting more towards teenagers and adults. Yep. So this is the perfect demographic for that. At what age do you say, uh, okay, it's okay for my kid to see this now? You can't control everything forever. And I need y'all to understand that, yeah, you're probably thinking, oh, I don't want my kid to see this. But you have to realize this is normal now, whether you like it or not. A lot of y'all have true concerns about y'all kids, and I get it, but majority of y'all are just using that as a front to say you're not okay with gay people and bisexual people being represented in media. And to be quite frank, everyone deserves representation in media, and especially superheroes. Because I'm pretty sure white people ain't want their fucking kids saying black superheroes when, we was, when uh, our parents was younger. Very true. I bet my left nut on it. Damn, the left one? That's a good and, one. And the right one, too. I ain't betting them. I ain't, I, you got a right one. The left one is where that, where that feeling come from. <laughs> it's funny because he's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, um, the issue, the writer of the issue where he comes out as bisexual was quoted saying, everyone deserves to see themselves and their heroes, which I agree. Uh, Superman's symbol has always stood for hope, for truth, and for justice, and for me being a bitch. Um, today, that symbol represents something more. Today, more people can see themselves in the most powerful superhero in comics. Uh, I don't have an issue with this. To be quite frank, when things like this come out, I don't have opinions on them because I don't care. The people who have the most opinions are always the negative ones. You'll always come up with the same shit. Why are they pushing this to the kids? They're not. They're not. And to be quite honest, a lot of kids at young ages probably are questioning their sexuality and y'all don't even know it because y'all don't give kids enough credit because you don't think they know about shit like this. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying they out here having sex. You don't have to have sex to be questioning your sexuality. It's probably kids eight years old and he's thinking, damn, I'm finding boys attractive. But he's fucking confused because you think he's too young to have this conversation. And you could help this kid out a lot by just having the fucking conversation with him. And maybe he won't be so fucking confused thinking he's different or something's wrong with him because everyone else around him either girls like boys or boys like girls. But he's the only one attracted to the same kind of gender that he is. But Maybe if the kid decides, damn, I want to read a fucking Superman comic book. And just maybe 
he sees Superman and he's like, damn, Superman just like me. Maybe I'm not so weird after all. Maybe nothing wrong with me. Y'all don't think about shit like that. That's all I got to say. I didn't rant it on here about five fucking times about this topic. And to be quite honest, I'm going to do it as many times as I need to. Until y'all start fucking listening. Any of y'all I mean, really, got, you know. I really any... don't have shit to add on it. Yeah, I think so. Because we've all had the same, same rant. Uh, I do think it's just a little forced in this one. Uh, I mean, in general, I feel like all of it's kind of forced. They kind of push that it's like I get every hold on, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like it's forced. They kind of squeeze the shit in wherever they can. But I get everybody needs representation. I personally don't plan on reading the Superman comic, so I don't give a fuck. And my son don't know how to read, so who the hell cares? Honestly, if you Who know your kid don't read comic books, why do you care about this? Like, mm -hmm. I don't get it, bro. I just don't. Get I it. care about. I, I genuinely care about things when I feel like they're going to have an impact on me, and I don't feel like this is going to have any impact on me whatsoever, at all. Like, this isn't even the first character, nigga. They had one of the Robins come out as gay, and motherfuckers were shot as gay. And motherfuckers were shocked. Oh, I hear echo. Oh, I hear echo. What the fuck, what the fuck going on? I think yeah, I hear, yeah, I hear. That was weird. I think it was coming from Jerron. I don't know what's going on though. But yeah, Robin came out as gay. And I'm like, are y'all shocked? You see what this nigga been wearing for the past 20 years? Like, what the fuck? Come on, man. I get it. You know, I get what Jerron said with some of it is forced. Uh, I think when they put it on, well, technically this isn't an established character because this is not Clark Kent Superman. But I guess yeah. because it's the name Superman, you know, it's uh, something that's already established. I can get that with the forced thing. But I think representation is important. I think it, I think it's best when as far as stories and media like television shows and movies it's not just thrown in just to be there yeah it's like <clears throat> sometimes you'll see stuff in in tvs and movies where there's a gay couple but they don't even bring attention to it you just see them together yeah. you know they're a couple they don't bring attention to it it's just common sense i like stuff like that uh yeah. bring attention to it when it's necessary for the story but not just because uh and yeah, that's something man. that that's something that that's and that's kind of what I was trying to allude to and I couldn't find the words to put it in that you put it in. A lot of times they make being gay or this a part of the story. And I just feel like that's when it's forced when the focus of the story is them being gay. Um and that, and that's kind of a microcosm of society like they try to make being gay a lifestyle when that's just not a lifestyle. That is a that is a choice that you make in the privacy of your home. Being gay is not a lifestyle. Being who you sleep with is not a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. a that's a choice that you make for who you want to be with in your private life. But they try to print grand grand make this big grand thing about how it's a lifestyle and it's just it's just not. 
That's just not the reality of it. Now, being transgender, that's a motherfucking lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a bit different. That that that's a lifestyle. That's a whole different ballgame. But as far as sexuality, sexuality <clears throat> is not a lifestyle. I'm pretty sure there's some people out there that are trying to make the argument that it is, but I get what you're saying. Uh I don't know. Maybe one day we can have I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Uh but uh Derek, if you have nothing to say on the topic, I'm not sure if you do or not. Yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna save my voice. But I mean I pretty much agree with you, buddy. All right. Raspy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this show went long. No, it actually didn't go longer than I expected. This, this, this what about we ain't, we ain't start? We ain't talked about John Gruden. You're right, John Gruden. Let's close out on John Gruden. Oh man, John Gruden. Speaking um. <laughs> of niggas, we need to realize that we are accepting of you whether you're gay or not. Wait, what? No, not fuck that up. My voice, bro. I just butchered it. Don't even worry about it, nigga. Yeah, you are <laughs> fucked up. I really don't even know what the hell you're saying, Derek. I'm going to be honest. Bro, I had a feeling. All right. So, John Gruden uh, recently resigned as uh, the coach of the L.A. Raiders. L.A.? You mean Las Vegas? Las Vegas Raiders. (laughs) This is not the 90s. I'm tripping. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Um, They say resigned, but he was fired. He was fired. <laughs> Let's be completely honest. Um, yeah, I'm trying to fired. find the emails right now, but uh, there was some, he said some emails. wild shit. Yeah, he said some wild shit. Uh, there was some leaked emails from like six years ago that came out. Like Ten years ago, that shit was like 2011. It was 2011. I thought it was like 2015. Oh, it might have been 2015. I, I think it was 2015. Yeah, he was talking about Michael Sam and shit. So yeah, that's 2015. Yeah, it was like 2015. Um, that got leaked. I'm not sure how they got leaked, but he was saying some wild shit. A lot of racist comments, a lot of homophobic comments. Uh, <laughs> you want to speak on this, Jerome, while I try to find these? Oh, uh, I, I mean, I personally don't think what he said was racist. The nigga he was talking about did have some thick ass fucking lips. It's just the oh fact that it God. came. <laughs> I'm just saying that nigga did that's, that nigga shit look like two elbows stacked on top of each other no cat <laughs> oh my god but god damn but, nigga <laughs> put, put both your elbows put both your elbows in front of your face and slap them together like that nigga that's what his shit look like no <laughs> oh, I'm signing off nigga I'm done oh my god it's just the fact that Gruden was white and that made it, that kind of made it seem like he was coming for his blackness. And I really, I, I went out because those, the, those were the first emails leaked. But now seeing the homophobic shit he said, it kind of makes me like, damn, maybe this motherfucker was being racist because a lot of people who are homophobic are racist and vice versa. Um, but it does boggle my mind. And Dave Chappelle spoke on this already. If you have not watched The Closer, you should go watch it. Um, he spoke on this. It's crazy how John Gruden didn't have to resign until the homophobic shit came out. 
because the majority of people deemed his first the first couple emails that got leaked was racist, and he still went on to coach for a week. But then, when he said something about Michael Sam, oh, now he got to resign. Plus, he also called the commissioner of the NFL the horrendous F word that we shall not say on this show. Yeah, we ain't saying that shit, but we ain't saying, know, but y'all know what it is. Y'all know what that hey, know what it rhymes is. with baggage, my That's it. You know what I'm saying? It rhymes with Derek. But oh uh, my God. It's ass nigga. It rhymes with Eagles. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but um, he called the commissioner of the NFL that. And, you know, regardless of anything else, if you are league talking shit about the man that runs the league, essentially your boss, you're going to get fired. There's no – there's nothing outside of that. And, and you know, it's, it's the niggas on the internet trying to say he was wrongfully pushed out the window and scapegoated and shit like that. Like, no, the shit he said, he had to go, especially in this era. But I don't care what era you in. In any decade, that shit got out. And you talk shit about the nigga that run the league, you got to go. But, um. Hey, man. AB dropped to tell niggas about Sean Green. <laughs> he did. He surely did. And we thought he was crazy. We thought that nigga was crazy. I mean, I he, mean, he is crazy. Yeah. But he was right about, he was right about John Green. He definitely was. Um, I also, I also don't think John Gruden was wrong with what he said about the NFL um, pressuring the Rams to draft Michael Sam. I think that was the truth. Um, simply because, I mean, it, I honestly believe if Michael Sam was not gay, he would have gotten drafted a lot higher. Now, I watched him play. We played, we both played defensive line. Uh, one of my buddies was actually on the team with Mizzou with him. In college, he was a dog, but wasn't he level, SEC defensive player of the year was, or something he like was that? Two time, he was two time SEC defensive player of the year. Right. So that lets you know right there, dude was dude was a dog in college, but at the NFL level, he was not that good. No, I no. watched, I watched him faithfully. He was stiff. He was not mechanically sound. He wasn't. As he wasn't that fast off the ball. He was not that good, but he would have been drafted higher. You get defensive player of the year in that conference twice. Oh, you, you, yeah. Twice, you 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 working with something, but it didn't translate to the league. But the NFL, I think the NFL knows that would have been a bad look that this player who was this accomplished in college didn't get drafted. Doesn't get drafted. Right after you know he came saying? out as being gay. Right after he comes out as being gay. That's just not that's just not a good look. Yeah. But I feel like him falling in the draft, I think it had less to do with him being gay than what it did to the media storm that would follow Michael Sam. Because people don't understand. Now in the NBA is different, but in the NFL, they don't like all that shit in the locker room. They don't like the media frenzy shit in the locker room. The NFL is a very conservative business, and media frenzies are not good for business. Right. They don't like that shit. 
And especially coming from a rookie who, if they they watch his film, they're like, okay, he's good, but he's not a he's not a world beater. So, I I truly believe that the NFL, you know, called the Rams and said, hey, draft this guy. Plus, they're in St. Louis. It's like two hours from the zoo. He's a local kid. Right. It's just too much. It's too much good publicity to come out of that situation. And if he comes out to be a good player, it's it's a it's a great thing for everybody. But he was bun, so you know. Uh, that comment about the black player and his lips was from 2011. The Michael Sam comments were from later, so this nigga was okay. racist and in a bigot over <laughs> over a period <laughs> of time. Uh, he made the comment about Demaris Smith, the uh, executive director of the NFL Players Association, and he said. Dumb Oris Smith has the lips the size of Michelin tires. That's that. That's fucked up. Now, granted, people will probably be like, "Well, why didn't he get fired from that?" I'm gonna be honest. That's not worth terminating a nigga for, even though it's like, it's 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 pretty fucking racist. I'm gonna be honest. But when you call. The commissioner of the league that's employing you, the F word, and also called him a clueless anti-football pussy and said that Goodell should not have pressured Jeff Fisher into drafting queers. Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah. you went over you went over the line, bro. I, I see people online trying to defend him in a way. There, there's no defense for this. There's no defense for this. And a lot of people are trying to deflect and say, oh, so it was cool with the racial comments. And I'm like, look, I get what you're saying. Maybe that one comment, it was like, all right, we can do something about this. But when everything else came out, they like, all right, it's too much now. You got to go. But also, <laughs> I also think he's being scapegoated to take the attention off of the rest of the off of the uh, rest of the investigation as far as into the Washington football team and shit because he nice, didn't send them emails. Group, that was a group chat. He sent them emails to himself. That was a group chat. And I told niggas, I'm sorry, Jerron, but niggas was like, yo, niggas was joking on Twitter like, yo, who else you think was in the group chat? I said, nigga, I bet Chip Kelly started the group chat. <laughs> what you saying sorry to me for? Fuck oh, Chip I Kelly. You. you don't fuck with Chip Kelly. Yeah, that's good. I do not fuck with Chip Kelly. Nigga said that Jerry Jones in that motherfucker. Uh, niggas was like, no, hey, they Sean. Said that, they said that Jerry Jones email was probably just a script of Django. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, shit was funny as hell. I, hey, Sean Payton might have been in that motherfucker. John Gruden was his boy. Um, boy. It was, a, uh, you know, it's a thing going around with athletes where they like, you know, who would you let <laughs> date your sister or daughter? So... They asked Sean Payton. He was like, who on the team would you let date your daughter? And he said, none of y'all. Somebody in the comments said he know he wanted to say Taysom. <laughs> boy. God, boy. Yeah. Sean Payton came out with some fucking comments about gay people. I wouldn't be surprised, bro, honestly. Uh, we ain't getting rid of our coach, though. John Gruden ain't proved shit. We going to find a way to keep Sean Payton, bitch. You crazy. Uh <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, um, John Gruden packing the air. Sorry it had to be you. 
I mean, not really. I don't care about you, but, you know, it's where it they is. They sacrificed his ass. Nigga gave up his job at ESPN, but he was making bank, not really doing shit, to coach a football team just to be a scapegoat and get fired. Yep. Now, and now he's got pretty no much, job. Now you pretty much done in all sports, anything sports. Yep. Damn, boy. And as long as Roger Goodell alive, you're never working in the NFL again. Yeah, facts. <laughs> Boy, he ain't letting that shit go. Shit, would you? Hell no. <laughs> fuck you, nigga. I'm like, fuck you. Crazy as hell, nigga. You, you called me a what? Bet. I'm going to show you. Whew. All right. Well, we went like two and a half hours with this shit, I think. Uh, <clears throat> I think it's about time we close this out. I know Derek's voice is damn near gone. Uh, help. Help. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be back next week, of course. If you made it through this long-ass episode, we appreciate you. Uh, signing off for Reese, Sharon, Derek. Holla at y'all next week. All right, Derek a bitch. Peace. God damn. She <laughs> can't even say shit back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.